This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Tuesday. I was hoping we were going to go live to the House floor for the debt ceiling vote, but that has already taken place. We'll just do the show like normal. It's going to be what we're talking about tonight, though, starting off with the dead ceiling. There's so many other things to talk about. Hopefully, I do not delay giving my input on the whole Dave Chappelle thing. We're going to find out. Apparently, Netflix might have suspended three employees over that. Oh, the... The ride is losing their minds over Superman coming out in the comics as bisexual, I believe it was. Fox and Friends had Dean Kane on this morning. We're going to get his thoughts. Also, um, apparently this coach for the Raiders is homophobic, racist, uh, he's Superman now. I don't know how they like. I don't know how the timeline goes. I'm not a comic book fan. I was talking to my comic book friend, fan friend. Yeah, that's what I was. Saying. He's the active Superman right now, as I understand it. I don't. Is this a separate universe than the one where Superman goes crazy and thinks you need to kill all the villains because Lois Lane dies? That's the one I'm most familiar with because I play Injustice. I'm looking forward to the movie. So that that's, that timeline is still active, and this is Superman's son in that world. And apparently he goes both ways. We've got strikes to talk about. Dollar General workers may be prepared for a strike. Kaiser Permiente employees prepared for a strike. Meanwhile... Reports suggest that workers are quitting in record numbers. Meanwhile, gas prices also hitting record numbers. We're going to get a breakdown of fascism here in the U.S. How close exactly are we to it? The State Department is investigating transactions Donald Trump made with foreign dignitaries. We might have a second Facebook whistleblower testifying in front of Congress. Oh, shit. COVID seeing a jump in Oregon. Boosters are complicating efforts to get people vaccinated. We're going to hear from a musician on vaccine mandates. We're going to hear from uh, some sports people on the vaccine mandates since... Apparently one of these star players of the NBA, I don't know shit about sports, but apparently one of these star players of the NBA has been suspended or been told, told that he's not going to play in any games. Representative Bobert says the Democrats are not the boss of her. But apparently they're the boss of Kyrie Irvin. The House has approved a debt limit increase that will last through part of December and sends the bill to Biden. The House of Representatives 
just a few minutes ago, this was posted 15 minutes ago, House of Representatives on Tuesday approved a bill to raise the U.S. debt limit, the final legislative hurdle to avoiding uh, to averting a first-ever national default. The bill now travels to President Joe Biden's desk for his signature and enactment. It will allow the Treasury, uh, Treasury Department to pay the nation's bills until early December. The legislation is the result of a deal between Congressional Democrats and Republican leader Mitch McConnell and will lift the debt ceiling by $480 billion. Once again, I was wrong. Apparently, McConnell's backers did indeed put pressure on him to cut a deal. Someone in the chat called me on that. I thought I thought Mitch was going scorched earth. But he gave in to pressure. Pelosi was asked about the reconciliation bill earlier today about what the Democrats might cut from the bill. Excuse me? Will it be the first to go to get the price of the package down? You must be kidding. (laughs) That's a negotiation. That's not something that I would be announcing here, and I don't even know what that would be. Uh, No, what would be the first go? What would be... Apparently what they are tinkering with is the notion of cutting the bill's price tag down by cutting the amount of years, still having the same impact, but doing it in five years instead of ten. Probably in timing, that the timing would be reduced. There we go. Cases to make you That's what I just said, Nancy. But it only would be in such a way that does not undermine the transformative nature of it, because some of it has to have enough money in order to be have sustainability that is can be counted on. So again, the first thing would be uh, timing. Thank you. Don't blame me. I donated to Saheed Buttar to try to get Nancy Pelosi out of Congress. I believe he is going to run against her again, and I will again support his campaign. He said that you should be doing fewer things well. That was the guidance you got from the members. So are you suggesting that this package may ultimately drop either universal pre-K, child tax credit expansion, tuition-free community college, paid med family leave, or even the Medicare expansion? Well, let me just say that at $3.5 trillion, we were doing everything well. So not a question of now we're doing it well because it's less money. But the fact is, is that if there is are fewer dollars to spend, their choices to be made. And members have said, let's get the results that we need, but we will not diminish the transformative nature of what it is. And it is, um, uh, some members have written back to me and said, I want to do everything. So we'll have that discussion. Uh, But again, uh, in the family section of it, the transformative nature of the Biden child tax credit, Child care and um, universal pre-K really go together. That, that's sort of a, uh, they go together. They, they're part of the same. Sorry, I had something in my teeth and it was bugging the shit out of me. Did she say anything important? Meeting the same need. Issues that relate to home health care. There's certain things that we, I mean, we're still talking about a couple trillion dollars. But it's not, you know, it's more... Um, it's much less. So mostly we would be cutting back on years and something like that. But those are decisions that we have to... Programs, do you think? Excuse me? Would you have to drop one of those programs? Well, we hope not. 
We hope not, but we just we have to make sure we have. So what, what she's saying is the bill is probably going to be two trillion over five years, as opposed to three point five trillion over ten years. That looks to be the compromise that Democrats are willing to make. But of course, Representative Bobert says that the Democrats are not the boss of her. I've spent a lot of time thinking about the arguments and stress and division so many of you are feeling and experiencing right now. Some days it really feels like the entire... That are caused by Fox News and OAN and Republican politicians like you taking advantage of the ignorance of your followers. Our country is having a midlife crisis. And I think much of that comes from these bossy left-wing lunatics who can't get their heads wrapped around people like you and me. We know and understand that others... Oh, honey, I got my head wrapped around you. It's it's clear as day that you are a fucking moron. Not the boss of us. That we are responsible for ourselves. That we are responsible for our families and the pursuit of our own happiness. You and I know that personal responsibility doesn't mean we always have it all figured out or that there won't be challenges that come our way. Right-wingers never take personal responsibility for any fucking thing. When they say personal responsibility, they mean cutting welfare programs. They want people to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, yada, 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 and let corporations take advantage and rape them. Know in our hearts, we will find a way to persevere. We will find a way to overcome our life circumstances and live out our best lives. This belief in ourselves and the opportunities we create drives us forward in our own lives. I am not high enough for this shit. Dream. But here's the problem. These days, there are way too many people who believe they are the boss of us, that they know better than us, that they think they have the right to dictate to us how to live our lives. I promise you, I will always be a strong voice for our freedom, the pursuit of our own happiness. These rights come from our creator, not from politicians, not from bureaucrats, and certainly not from someone who simply disagrees with you. We don't need a nation full of- That's dumb, ma'am. Our rights come from the Constitution, and it's the government's job to uphold them. Without a government to uphold the rights, you have no rights. Oh, fuck, I fucking froze. Run free and be your- Oh my god damn, is my internet doing this shit again? This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. Again. Before we were so rudely interrupted by my internet issues, I spent yet another 45 minutes on the phone with my ISP, very irate because this keeps happening to me. A a, a normal person wouldn't notice their internet go out. You would only notice it if you were a streamer or if you did video production like I do and you're uploading large files all the time. Because it's just my upload speed. It's the weirdest goddamn thing. So I've yet again 
requested a tech to come to my apartment. This will be the fifth fucking time. And the last time, they actually acknowledged it's on their end. It is nothing I'm doing. It is nothing with my equipment here because Sparkles, it happens to Sparkles as well, who lives in the same complex as me. I don't know what to do. The tech was a dumb fuck. I knew more about his job than he did when he was here. He said the issue was that I had a splitter on my cable line. I don't remember why I had the splitter on there, but I had the splitter on there and he said I had bleed from the line. I'm like, it doesn't work that way, dude. You're full of shit. But hey... If you're just joining us, I'll do the rundown again. I'm usually on at 8 p.m. Eastern, not 10.27 p.m. At least it's not 4 o'clock in the morning like it was the other day. We're going to talk about Dean Kane, who gives his thoughts on Superman and his bisexuality. We're going to talk about the Netflix employees... Netflix is denying that they were suspended. Dollar General workers are set to go on strike. Kaiser Permiente workers set to go on strike. It's all while workers are quitting at a record pace here in the U.S. Gas prices are also reaching a record We're going to talk about how far down the road to fascism we have come. Right after we hear from Republican Minority Leader, Minority Whip, Steve Scalise. The State Department is investigating Trump's dealings with uh, foreign dignitaries. Fucking shit, Tats! What the fuck? Sorry, I've had a I've had a weird night tonight. Things are not going well for me. My Google is not responding to anything I say. Fuck you, Google. It's 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 just been one of those nights. So my apologies. When we left off earlier this evening before my internet gremlins struck. I do believe we were listening to Representative Lauren Boebert complain about how Democrats are mean to her or some shit. I believe I believe that's what the gist of what she was saying. I was too busy cussing my internet service provider, so Representative Boebert, please take it away. Thinking about the arguments and stress and division so many of you are feeling and experiencing right now. They are feeling and experiencing it because Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax are packaging it to them. You and other elected Republicans are complicit in feeding them the bullshit all for political gain because you do not care about this country or democracy or the ideals of this country, Representative Boebert. Right now, some days it really feels like the entire country is having a midlife crisis. And I think much of that comes from these bossy left-wing lunatics who can't get their heads wrapped around people like you and me. We know and understand... I have wrapped my head around you perfectly 
and properly diagnosed what is wrong with right-wingers, they are fucking morons. Lauren Boebert is a fucking moron. That others are not the boss of us. That we are responsible Lobert for Lobert Moran almost called her there. responsible for our families and the pursuit of our own happiness. You and I know that personal responsibility doesn't mean we always have it all figured out or that there won't be challenges that come our way. But we know in our hearts we will find a way to persevere. We will find a way to overcome our life circumstances and live out our best lives. This they want to be victims so fucking bad using the language of abolition to describe whining over reasonable mandates. I assume that's what she's complaining about. She hasn't actually stated what the bossy Democrats have done. This belief in ourselves and the opportunity... I am not high enough for this shit. ...drives us forward in our own lives and the pursuit of whatever dreams we dream. But here's the problem. These days, there are way too many people who believe they are the boss of us, that they know better than us, that they think they have the right to dictate to us how to live our lives. I pr You literally tried to install a dictator. You were culpable... Culpable, culpable. I'm not high enough for that. You were culpable in January the 6th, ma'am. promise you, I will always be a strong voice for our freedom, the pursuit of our own happiness. These rights come from our creator, not from politicians, not from bureaucrats, and certainly not from someone who simply disagrees with you. We don't need a nation full of hall monitors. Stay strong, run free, and be your own boss. I love you, I believe in you, and I believe in our country. And I will always stand strong and fight for our values. God bless you. We don't need a nation full of hall monitors. But as with every right-winger, just like the other day when I had the, the two guys from the Kentucky Infidels podcast on, they want to expand police power. The dude wanted more sheriffs. Talk about not wanting hall monitors literally the enforcement arm of the government you guys want more cops because you're fucking bootlickers that dude seemed taken aback when I called him a bootlicker too guess no one's thrown that one out at him just like my friends over there at the uh cash money dogs or blind money underdogs this is the name of the group. Dude called in, kept calling me a beta. I called them the blind money underwear. <laughs> because I'm a troll like that. I'm still messaging that guy like, Hey, beta, why the fuck won't you call, uh, won't you talk back to me? Huh? You gonna come on my show and have a conversation? Well, the I will give him props, though. When I actually started talking about policy, when he asked me what I meant by criminal justice reform, I started naming off things that I wanted to see reformed. He actually agreed with me on everything. He scoffed at the idea that I was for criminal justice reform, but then agreed with every policy position prescription I put forward. Beta! This is Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Complain about God knows what. While the Democrats and Joe Biden are... The Democrats, of course. 
fired from their jobs and people to quit because of their tyrannical vaccine mandates. Congress can't get their act together because they can't figure out how to make a budget that doesn't put Americans in debt and Americans to be forced into slavery for energy to China. Well, Nancy Pelosi has called us all back to Congress. None of that is true. Energy to China. What the fuck are you talking about, woman? In my lifetime, every Republican has crashed the economy and presided over record debt. Both of the Democratic administrations cut the deficit with one balancing the budget, being one of the only politicians in almost a century to do so. And those two Democrats were centrist, middle-of-the-road, third-way Democrats. Imagine what would happen to our economy if we actually had a progressive administration. We might actually make America great again. We have to vote on the debt ceiling. You know, while your businesses closed down and our economy was shut down and our border is wide open and they abandoned Americans in Afghanistan. The border is not wide open. Boris Johnson called the evacuation of Afghanistan a logistical uh, success story. Afghanistan armed the Taliban and got 13... Trump armed the Taliban, put a terrorist in charge of the country. ...innocent soldiers killed for absolutely no reason. Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats... There were 2,400 soldiers killed for absolutely no reason after Bush invaded Afghanistan. ...want us to be here in Washington to vote to raise the debt ceiling. That's because they don't know how to balance a checkbook and they only know how to keep America in debt. Well, I just went in to call for a motion to adjourn because I think Congress should go... Once again, the debt ceiling is about paying the bills that have already been racked up, such as the Trump tax cut from 2017, all the Trump policies from 2017, which I've illustrated created the current economic situation we are in, caused the inflation that the Republicans are bitching about non-stop ad nauseum. Everything Congress is doing is hurting the American people. Well, Nancy Pelosi came in, put the House in recess so that I couldn't make a motion to adjourn and so that no one else could even give a one-minute speech. That's how bad Nancy Pelosi is. She's the most failed leader, the worst speaker of the House in American history. We need to send Nancy Pelosi back home. She's possibly, uh, I don't know, fucking John Boehner, Tom DeLay. No, Tom DeLay was in the Senate. He was the Senate majority leader. Fucking, hold on, let me, new fucking Gingrich. Let me think back on the speakers of the house that we've had. Fuck. Nancy's the worst, really? Paul fucking Ryan (laughs) was so ineffectual. You guys, like, ran him out of town. What the fuck? But Nancy is the worst. Yeah, sure. She's been here long enough. She has been here long enough. That's one of the reasons why I supported Shahid Buttar. I talked about that earlier. I tried to get Nancy Pelosi out of office. I donated to his campaign, shared his shit out, told everyone to donate to his campaign, because fuck Nancy Pelosi. The OHA reports 82 new COVID deaths, and it's a record jump in Oregon's death toll. 
Health officials reported 82 new COVID-related deaths in Oregon on Tuesday, the state's highest number ever reported in a single day. The latest jump in coronavirus deaths pushes the state's pandemic death toll to 4,884. I'm sorry, 4,084. Still not high enough for this. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. I I should have been on hours ago. I I should be eating dinner right now instead of doing this show. My apologies. And I probably lost my audience. I've got my own time slot, so I try not to interfere with anybody else. Probably watching, you know, poly people or fucking somebody like like that right now. I don't blame them. He's in my chat. I feel lonely. Off my game. And not high enough for this show. The Oregon Health Authority said the record number of reported deaths is in part due to making up for the lag in reporting as our epidemiologists review death certificates. OHA expects that reported deaths may continue to be high even as daily case counts decrease. This is due to the time lag between when a person tests positive for a case and when they die. Boosters are complicating efforts to persuade the unvaccinated to get shots. Vaccinated people have been burning up the phone lines at the Community Health Center in rural Franklin, Louisiana, clamoring for the newly authorized COVID booster shot. But only a trickle of people have been coming in for their initial doses, even though the rate of fully of full vaccination in the area is still scarcely 39%. The dichotomy illustrates one of the most frustrating problems facing public health officials at this stage of the pandemic. Almost all of the eligible adults who remain unvaccinated in the United States are hardcore refusers. And the arrival of boosters is making efforts to coax them uh, as well as those who are still hesitating even more difficult. In the September vaccine monitor survey from the Kaiser Family Foundation, 71% of unvaccinated respondents said the need for boosters indicated that the vaccines were not working. We have a high level of scientific illiteracy in this country. The vaccine has tested me like nothing before, and I've been doing this for 40 years, said Dr. Gary Wiltz, director of the Franklin Franklin Health Center. I can tell you how many people we've tried to cajole into taking it. In some ways, the COVID vaccine uh, landscape reflects great progress. Millions of holdouts have decided to get vaccinated over the past couple of months. Thank you, mandates! Many prodded at the last minute by mandates or anxiety over the highly transmissible Delta variant. Three unvaccinated people who showed up for shots in Franklin the other morning came because each knew someone who had recently died from COVID. Decline of new cases recently in many states is another marker of the success of the vaccine campaigns. But millions of adults are not covered by mandates. Experts in vaccine behavior fear that the country is bumping up against the ceiling persuadable people one that is significantly lower than the threshold needed for broad immunity from Delta and possibly future variants. 
That's what you see a lot of right wing memes like, oh, I took an aspirin, but it isn't working because he didn't take an aspirin. That's not how vaccines work. I heard a lot of right wingers talk about herd immunity early on in the pandemic. But it appears they don't understand herd immunity. But hey, from sporty ball players to musicians, people are upset over these vaccine mandates, which aren't even really mandates. In the case of concerts like uh, Granger Smith is putting on, It's a mandate that you have to be vaccinated to enter the facility. That's true. But as for the federal mandate on companies with employees over 100, they can just be tested every week. You don't have to get a vaccine. All this talk about tyranny from the left or from the from the right wing. I really, I really, I shouldn't have done this. I'm just I'm 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 not at the at the peak performance for the freak daddy at this moment. Ee yee, his hat says. This is Granger Smith. I believe he is a country artist. He is uh, canceling a show in Michigan because of the Detroit mandates for vaccination to enter the venue. Let's hear what he has to say. Let's chat for a second. Let's chat Talk about something that everyone hates each other for talking about, but I got to bring it up because Thursday, this coming Thursday, October 14th, uh, we were playing Royal Oak, Michigan, and uh, we just canceled the show a few days ago. And a lot of people are probably wondering why we canceled and I could type it out, you know, in a message on here. But I don't think it would come across as well if I typed it as opposed to you just hearing it straight from me. Um, well, let's hear it, fucker. I, I felt like the way that they set this show up uh, after we had agreed to terms, um, they, they, they made the mandates uncompromising for the patrons going. And well, yeah. It's, it's, it puts me in a tough situation because no, it doesn't. I can't necessarily blame the venue. Uh, Put you in a situation where you're less likely to catch a deadly virus. They have their hands tied to the city of Detroit, and that there was no alternative for me. So, at some level, I just can't, uh, with a full heart, know that I have fans coming. Uh, with kids, uh, all ages. With kids! We love, we love all age shows. You know, we love when, when fans can bring their whole family. You can bring More of a reason you need everyone to be vaccinated. Because kids can't be vaccinated. With this, if, if I'm asking them to come and, they, and there is no alternative. You can't bring a negative whatever with you. There's no alternative. And so it, it hurts me. It hurts me for on a couple on a couple levels. It hurts him that he can't possibly expose people to a deadly virus, kids included. One, what a dumb we fuck. With my band and crew not working, um, you know, having another cancel show doesn't help anything. Um, and then, and then, more important than that, our fans in Michigan, our fans in Detroit area, are some of my favorite fans. 
Um, they're passionate. They're amazing. The meet and greets are always so inspiring for me. And so um, to be able to have no alternative for me, but just to not play the show is a tough place to be. And I actually thought that this was, I, I didn't think I would ever actually come to this place. And why is this so tough? I didn't think the world would come to this. And then I'm not advocating uh, for or against. Um, I'm, I'm trying to do what's best for me, my team and my family and my fans in this situation. Um, the show. I am advocating and for what is best for you and your family if you are able. Hey, Smokey, what's going on? Ah, shit. If you are able, you should get vaccinated. So, Saturday in Grand Rapids is still great. It's still great. We love Grand Rapids. And that is what is in your best interest. That's what's in this mother. You should get vaccinated, motherfucker. It is in your best interest. A lot of hate. People love hating on social media right now. And when I take a stance like this, people are going to hate me for um, not standing with the, the mandates. And there's a whole different group of people that are not. They're going to hate me for not taking a strong enough stand against it. And I understand that. And unless you're you're on the floor in in the battle, well, those people are stupid, and the people then wanting you to comply with the mandates are actually intelligent and well informed. This message is not for that. This message is for all the people that did have tickets. I'm so sorry if you're traveling a long distance, if you're flying in, if you're driving. I'm so sorry. Um, refunds will be done through the venue for the tickets. And the I doubt you're missing out. But hey, let's let me give it a little. Let's give it a little go on the Spotify here. What's up, Smokey? Granger Smith. Granger Smith. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Let's. One hundred and eight million plays for his most popular song. He's got millions. I've never fucking heard of him. He's got millions of fucking spins. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's right. I can play it and you guys not hear it, but I have to. I have to switch and I have to go to my computer headphones. Hold on. Yeah, you won't be able to hear this. I get asked about copy. I always, uh, I'm really picky about, you know, a stickler for copyright shit. And I got asked about that the other day because other streamers just play anything. I'm not just on Twitch. That's the reason why. All right, let's give this a listen. This is Backroad Song. Sounds very generic. He's got the windows down. The chorus is, um, well, they call that the millennial wall or whatever the fuck it is. The ooh, I'm a horrible fucking singer. 
You know how like because uh, it like it, it it starts in music like with the millennials like being like really prominent. Like uh fucking Panic at the Disco does that shit a lot too. What's up, Tones? Yeah, I'm back. Whenever my internet came back, I came back. We listened to this motherfucker canceled his concert. I was giving him a listen to see what I thought about him. Very, very generic pop country. The weird thing about country music nowadays is like it doesn't even sound different than other music other than the singer is singing with that like that southern twang. My back road song. Gee, bud, that is the dumbest thing. Like, you guys doing your fuck you Biden chants, like, every time I see right-wingers go nuts, like, oh my god, they're all chanting fuck you Biden, I listen to the video and it's like handfuls of people acting like dumb fucks. Like, you guys are a very vocal minority. I'm well aware of what you're talking about. You're you're in the chat of a news program. I know exactly what you're talking about. The NASCAR driver who won the race at Talladega was being interviewed by one of the reporters and the crowd was chanting, Fuck you, Biden. And the NASCAR reporter covered beautifully, did a fantastic job and said they're chanting, Let's go, Brandon. Right-wingers have been mocking her for being fake news, but she's a goddamn NASCAR reporter. Biden has done a lot in nine months. I fucking went over it the other day. Fucking cut child poverty in half within his first month in office. That's what the Democrats did. I'm, I would love to have a discussion with you because here's the thing is I actually know what's going on. I pay attention to the congressional hearings. We do it every day here on this show. So I actually know the policies of the administration and know what's going on. You're going to lose this argument. I promise you. I wish you guys could feel embarrassment. Seriously. It would save the rest of us a lot of trouble. Right-wingers are fucking morons. So that was Granger Smith. Oh, oh, let's, let's let him finish here. We'll be taken care of if you email store at yee yee. Oh, okay, okay. Um, he's just telling you how to get a refund for his shitty-ass show that he's not going to do because reasons. Apparently, the NBA has suspended one of their star players. I know jack shit about sports. So let's get the story from, I believe this is CBS Sports. Kyrie Irving will not play or practice until he is fully vaccinated. All right, we got some breaking news here on CBS Sports HQ. The Brooklyn Nets say their star point guard, Kyrie Irving, will not play or practice. I didn't know the Nets were in Brooklyn. That's how out of touch 
I am with sports. Sunday, but there's complications with his availability due to New York City's COVID-19 protocols. Head coach Steve Nash said that he knows his team will have to play games this season without Irving. There was a lengthy statement sent out by the Nets. Here's part of it. Kyrie has made a personal choice. We respect his individual right to choose. Currently, the choice restricts his ability to be a full-time member of the team, and we will not permit any member. Well, the choice means you don't get to play sporty ball. Lose out on that money, dude. I don't give a shit. We continue to build chemistry as a team and remain true to our long-established values. You look stupid. Sacrifice. All right, let's bring in Avery Johnson with the breaking news. And Avery, what do you think here with what the team is saying and the situation they currently find them? Tommy Tran has a hell of a haircut. Well, Tommy, we can talk about the team and Steve Nash and, you know, ownership and, you know, Sean Marks, uh, the president and GM. Uh, this is a Kevin Durant. I liked Steve Nash better when Trust he was me. with uh, Crosby and Stills. No matter what he says publicly about, you know, Kyrie needs to do what's best for him. I'm sorry, I said his name but wrong, Kyrie. Kevin Durant wanting Kyrie Irving to be a full participant. He's chasing another ring. Uh, he knows that, you know, with James Harden on their team, Kyrie Irving and himself, that that big three is arguably the best big three in the history of, of basketball. And when healthy, they're probably unbeatable in a seven-game series. When healthy. so And I, when and I assume that this is Jay-Z's team. So I'm sure. It's the Rock. That Kevin Durant had a lot to do with this decision, working with management behind the scenes, he's obviously not going to look like the bad guy here, but this is more than a decision by coaching staff, ownership, and management. That's a very interesting thing that you brought up, saying that KD's behind sort of this move. Then, now that it's out there, Avery, what do you think the Kyrie Irving response then will be? I think it's going to be interesting uh, because I, I still believe that Kyrie Irving loves to play the game of basketball. He wants to be out there available uh, for his. He's going to miss that money. Available on a part-time basis. He's got to be full-time. Everybody else on the team has made a full commitment. They've gone through all of their research about vaccines and. What the? Since when did they just start playing music in the middle of a of a piece? Friends have been affected. Uh, by, by COVID-19 and uh, so again the, the rest of the team have, they've done what they needed to do to be fully participant. Hey G-Bot if you want to talk about this you got to call in you got to hop in the voice chat I'm happy to have a discussion with you and I'm going to make you look stupid you're going you're going to wish you didn't You, you got the cojones? If you've got an opinion, I would like to hear it. But you better come with evidence. Mainstream media covers for most of his fuck-ups. What does that even mean? I sit here and cover the mainstream media making up fuck-ups. And let's get one thing straight. I am no Biden cheerleader. And I have criticized him plenty. 
What media silence? What the fuck are you talking about? I wish you people could feel embarrassment. It would be a it would be a hell of a lot less of a waste of time for you to actually talk to me and have a discussion instead of typing that shit out. Typing your stupid fucking thoughts out. Welcome to the Lion's Den! What are you talking about doesn't report? Tell me what the media hasn't reported. No, no, I've had a very frustrating evening. So if you would like to make claims, back them up with evidence, because that's what we do here. You can't just make fucking bullshit claims. The media doesn't report anything. What the fuck? Fox News is the media, and all they do is make up bullshit about Biden. 24 fucking 7. All we have heard throughout this administration has been like uh, the debacle in Afghanistan. The crisis at the border. Neither of which are true. They are stories concocted by right-wing propaganda. I can show you where every time there's an election... Fox News turns on the the scare our, our our viewers about the border. Anytime they need to play to stupid people, they talk about the border. I'm sorry you fall for their fucking nonsense. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes. I think you have to be absolutely butt-fucking-stupid to vote Republican. And I dare somebody to prove me wrong. I had three different right-wingers on my show on Sunday night, and they all, all looked like fucking fools. Well, then tell me. Tell me. What have they misreported? Tell me. Give me an example, goddammit. You don't just get to come in here and throw fucking bullshit around. Oh, I'm sorry. Enough with the name calling? Fuck off. What, are you a snowflake? You can't take the criticism? Fuck off. Right-wingers are dumb fucks. And I wish you people could feel embarrassment. It would save the rest of us a hell of a lot of time. So give me some fucking evidence of your claims. Or or you can shut the fuck up. You can watch the show and learn something. And learn how fucking stupid you are. Snowflake. What, you trying to stifle my speech coming in here and telling me enough with the name calling? 917-830-4359 or you can hop in the Discord. The link is down at the bottom. 
I don't want to hear about civility from a dumb fuck right winger. No, 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 you feign outrage. Yeah, if you say some dumb fuck shit, I will call you a dumb fuck. The problem with this country is that too many people think their opinion matters and not enough people have been told that they're fucking stupid. So I would relish the opportunity to listen to what you have to say and if it's fucking stupid, I'm going to call it fucking stupid. That's how this works. And just judging by the shit that you've had to say thus far, you're fucking stupid. But I'll give you a chance. I'll hear you out. But you better have evidence. You can't just say, oh, the mainstream media doesn't cover shit. No, I want a specific example. No, 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 no. I'm a rational individual. You give me evidence, I'll change my opinion. Everyone in this chat, I don't have that many. I'm not usually on at this time right now. I don't have that many people at the moment. But everybody will verify that I will change my opinion if you present me evidence. But that's that's what's lacking from right-wingers. Evidence. You guys live in a fantasy world. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Duck in your spotty. What the fuck does that even mean? No, 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 the the exact opposite of I know it all. No, no, I look up shit all the time on this show. I'm reading the news cold. I've not read any of these stories, I've not watched any of these videos. When I, like, have questions, we look it up together on this show. When I don't know a word, when I'm reading along, I look it up on this show. This show is about learning shit. So come with it. Come with it. You've got have you got something to introduce to the conversation that will enlighten us? I want to hear it because I want to learn. What fucking lies? I mean, I can tell you the bias on each channel. I can tell you fucking, you know, they help lie for the military-industrial complex to lie us into war. They lie on behalf of the NSA. They they persecute uh, journalists. The mainstream media helps persecute journalists. But, like, if you're one of those dumb fucks that think, like, CNN and MSNBC is the left, I'm gonna laugh at you. Because anything that sells advertising can't possibly be on the left. Corporate media is feeding you bullshit. Yes. And I know this because I've worked in media my entire fucking career. And I can tell you that the media is not leftist then you don't know what the fuck left means you probably think Joe Biden is to the left this is the political spectrum in the United States look how Trump the Republican Party up here at the authoritarian in the far right Joe Biden 
right here in the far right, but not quite as far as the Republican Party. Moderate right wing, I guess you would call it. Like, that's my problem with you people. Like, you'll say stupid shit like Joe Biden's a secret communist working for China. Joe Biden has never taken money from China. He's taken money from U.S. credit card companies, making him the exact opposite of a communist. You people are fucking stupid. I, I, I can't stress this enough. You're an idiot that doesn't know what he's talking about. And you're being fed lies from right-wing propaganda. Yes, communists are to the left. There's no fucking communists in this country. The Democrats aren't fucking communists. Oh my fucking God. The party is not to the left, you idiot. A left-wing party would be advocating for the abolishment of private property. Democrats are a corporatist party. That's why they reside here in the right. You're an idiot that doesn't understand what you're talking about. You couldn't pass a fucking civics class. So do you have anything to add to the conversation or are you just going to regurgitate stupid shit? Fuck! So you call in or get in the voice chat. I'm done with talking with your bullshit because you have not a fucking clue what you're talking about and me arguing with you in chat is not interesting to people who might be listening to the audio. Uh, and I'm sure Kyrie Irving is going to take a step back and and look at this. I don't. I would be shocked if he doesn't. Play. play this season, um, like a lot of people. So I'm I'm hopeful that um, you know he'll come around and do what's necessary. To, to fully participate and be there with his team. All right, Avery, if you were to be in a position like Steve Nash, what are you doing right now? How are you handling the situation, whether you have Kyrie or not? Well, right now you got to be focused on the guys that are there. And that's, you know, you have a first-round draft pick, a rookie out of LSU, you know, that had a really good uh, uh, preseason uh, and, and offseason. You got some new guys. You got Blake Griffin coming back. You got James Harden, who you need to get in shape. Kevin Durant, obviously, coming off a gold medal uh, with our national team this summer in Japan. Uh, But I I, I think you have to focus on the guys that are available, that's there to try to build some chemistry. You don't want to dig yourselves a hole. city and why it's 
Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day. Columbus? I mean, he, he initiated a new world genocide. That's what he did. mentioned that, but it, it, it made me think a little bit beyond. I think the proclamation was obviously appropriate, important, needed, and all those sorts of things, but uh, I'm a little confused about our city and why it's Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day. Columbus? I mean, he, he initiated a new world genocide. That's what he did. And beginning with him and what he set in motion and what followed meant the annihilation of every indigenous person in Hispaniola, which was Haiti and the Dominican Republic today. That's what he did. He took slaves. Uh, he, he mutilated. He murdered. Uh, and we're gonna, they're gonna say slash and honor him. Well, you know, I gotta give the San Antonio Independent School District a little bit of credit because at least they added Indigenous Peoples Day along with it, and that's a step in the right direction. But what the hell is Alamo Heights thinking? It's Columbus Day. That's why they're off on Monday. You know, maybe there's something I'm missing, and I'm ignorant. But it makes me feel like they're living in a phone booth and they're educating our kids. Columbus Day, and we're going to honor that. And it's, it's, it's no knock on Italian-Americans. That's a silly argument. Yep. You know, it's, it's like saying we should be proud of Hitler because we're German. Yep. It makes no sense. It's about Columbus. It's not about Italian-Americans. No fucking, no right-wing argument makes any sense. They're all fucking stupid. That have come out and scratched the Columbus Day and made it uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. But in our city, are we we're that backward that we have school districts? Yeah. Do that? I'm amazed. Just amazed. Well, we had fucking whole right-wing media outlets talking about how much of a hero Columbus was. Well, good on Crocs McGee. He kind of seemed like the type of person that would celebrate Columbus Day, to be honest with you. The way you described him. A second Facebook whistleblower is willing to testify before Congress. Claims she submitted documents showing potential criminal violations to an unspecified U.S. law enforcement agency. Sophie Zhang, who worked as a data scientist at the social media giant for nearly three years before she was fired last fall, tweeted on Tuesday that she was prepared to testify about Facebook to fulfill her civic duty. 
Now, I find it hilarious that right-wingers have spent all this fucking time attacking Facebook. A woman comes forward, presents evidence of all the shitty things Facebook has been doing, and they attacked her. They have said that she is a plant to try to get the government to regulate speech more. I shit you not. If Congress wishes for me to testify, I will fulfill my civic duty as I've publicly stated for the past half year. Last year, I testified privately before a European Parliamentary Committee, though I was avoiding press. My duty to democracy comes first, Zhang wrote. Zhang added she has already provided law enforcement with detailed documentation regarding potential criminal violations and understood that an investigation into Facebook was still ongoing. In an interview with CNN, Zhang refused to say what information she handed over to the agency. Speaking of investigations... Newly announced investigation into Trump. The State Department is investigating whether Trump officials took gifts meant for foreign dignitaries. The dollar value of the missing gifts is significant, a State Department official said. The State Department Inspector General is investigating whether Trump administration officials helped themselves to expensive Trump-branded gifts Meant for foreign dignitaries, the Office of the Inspector General is investigating whether political appointees of then-President Donald Trump removed the taxpayer-funded presents from the State Department gift vault in January and took them home. This is according to a department official with knowledge of the events. The official said the dollar value of the missing gifts is significant. I guess maybe they thought January 6th was going to succeed and they didn't have to worry about it the latest probe into missing gifts was first reported by the new york times the paper identified the missing items as gift bags meant for foreign leaders at a group of seven summit that was supposed to be held at camp david in 2020 but was canceled because of the pandemic the gift bags included leather portfolios pewter trays and marble boxes with the presidential seal or donald and melania trump's signatures the time uh, the times reported Newspaper cited public documents from the federal government, interviews with current and former officials, and statements from several departments and agencies for its story. The Inspector General's board looks at missing gifts during the Trump administration also include a whiskey bottle worth $5,800 that was given to then-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo by the Japanese, but it then disappeared! Pompeo says he doesn't know the whereabouts, apparently. We'll let that 30-second ad on NBC News play, and then we'll hear what Pompeo has to say. I'm not. I'm pretty much out, so like it's, it's going to be impossible to get high enough for this shit. Officials in the U.S. State Department are scratching their heads. Dudu McGee was, uh... Yes, whiskey. It was nice that while it lasted. Was worth nearly $6,000 and was a gift from the Japanese government to former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. But 
Pompeo says he does not know whatever became of that bottle. Joining us now to uncover this whiskey mystery is NBC News national security correspondent Ken Delaney. And Ken, I think the most obvious question here, why is the State Department concerned about a missing bottle of whiskey, especially if it happened so long? It's worth close to $6,000. There may have been some serious ethical misconduct here. No shit. Ethics rules about accepting gifts, especially gifts from foreign governments. And in fact, it's illegal for U.S. officials to accept gifts from foreign governments above a certain dollar amount. And that was $390 at the time of this gift. And so if this $5,800 bottle of whiskey was taken by a government employee, that's a big deal, Morgan. And Ken, help us understand something. I mean, Pompeo says he actually does not know what happened here. So, so if he doesn't know, how did he receive this gift from the Japanese government? The public records are unclear on that, Morgan. They show that Japan presented the bottle on June 24th, 2019. Now, Pompeo was in Saudi Arabia on an official visit at that time. So we don't know whether the former secretary ever received the bottle personally. Pompeo what do you guys think? Did he get it? Has he already drank it? Summit. And his lawyer said in the statement that he, quote, has no recollection of receiving the bottle of whiskey and does not have any knowledge of what happened to it and is unaware of the inquiry into his whereabouts. He has no idea is what his lawyer is saying. Oof. Well, if they find it, I hope they share it with the people. Ken Delanian, thanks so much. Of course not. Of course not. Maybe you bougie fucks at NBC. Fuck off. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's also possible that, you know, one of the Trump family kids took it. This is House Minority Whip Steve Scalise on with Chris Wallace on Sunday. This is a notable interview because he's not going to be able to bring himself to admit who won the 2020 election. In the House, Steve Scalise, Congressman, welcome back to Fox News Sunday. Good morning, Chris. Good to be back with you. So why do you think the jobs report from last month was so disappointing? President Biden says the key factor was the surge in the Delta variant, uh, particularly in mid-September when the surge. Yeah, who couldn't have seen that coming? Well, really, if you look at all of the policies under President Biden, I mean, the inflation... Like what? But paying people not to work is still a major drag on the economy. Uh, some of the other welfare programs that they set up early... Okay, all the unemployment benefits ended at least a month ago. Ended fucking, what, back in July for a chunk of states and did not, did not do anything but negatively impact the economy. Earlier this year... Uh, making it easier for people to stay at home rather than go get a job when every employer you talk to is looking for workers. And then you top on, on, on top of that the regulations that they keep adding agency after agency, going after small businesses, making it harder. Like uh, to what? Keep the supply chain moving. All of those things are adding up and they're all self-imposed by President Biden, who walked in with three vaccines and an economy primed to take off. And yet no. it's been disappointment after disappointment every month because of this failed Biden agenda. But, but you say paying people not to uh, work. The fact is that the uh, the boost in unemployment 
unemployment benefits from the federal government. They ended on Labor Day, and yet you saw uh, a, a disappointing job. Months before that, for several states. But it didn't seem to make a difference. Didn't make a difference. But that's not the only thing that they added. They added a number of other welfare Like what? And they got rid of the welfare-to-work requirements. Uh, you go back to Bill Clinton. No, they suspended those, those requirements. To get people back into the workforce, uh, Joe Biden helped undermine a lot of those successful efforts, too. And we have data that that Clinton initiative didn't do shit. With this economy, and it's, again, he could reverse it right now, but he doesn't want to. They keep doubling down on this far-left socialist agenda. Well, let's talk about another part of the president's policy. He says that, that a big difference, uh, and he's doubling down on it, is that... Yeah, on Labor Day. Well, I mean, COVID continues. I think the reason they were set to expire then was because, like, the next week would be Congress coming back from uh, summer vacation, like the August recess. So if they needed to reassess the benefits, they could have done it before then or take care of it the week after. Yeah, we see what happened. Hold on the economy. Take a look at the president this week. I know the vaccination requirements are a tough medicine. I'm popular with some. Politics for others. But they're life-saving. They're game-changing for it's our It's all politics. The fact is, when institutions impose vaccine mandates, most workers, the vast majority of workers, do get the vaccinations. Which uh, is what we want. United Airlines imposed one, and now 97% of their employees have gotten the vaccine, which helps stop the spread of COVID. Well, and they also just laid off a large swath of people. And you're seeing in a number of states where they have the mandates, hospital workers, for example, getting fired, uh, police officers leaving the job. What President Biden needs to be working on is number one. Those have amounted to less than 1% and good riddance. They're stupid. FDA commissioner. It's been called a rudderless ship over there. They're, They're not working on therapeutics. They're not working on things to help us get through this. I mean, whatever the next wave... They are, actually. shouldn't just be relying on the three vaccines that President I think they have went for emergency youth authorization for the, the pill. His own FDA, frankly, has been... Scalise is just problem. spreading bullshit. ...is helping us get through... Because, because Scalise knows people like GP or whatever the fuck his name was, it was in here, G-Bud is a fucking moron. And he can just shovel whatever bullshit he wants at him, and they'll believe it. They'll lap it up because it confirms their already held biases. China accountable. They won't even have a hearing in Congress on where this virus originated, even though all the evidence points to the lab in Wuhan. No, it doesn't. That is a lie. That is bullshit. Overwhelmingly, with the support from 19 Senate Republicans, why are you, as the House whip, the person in charge of trying to urge your caucus to vote one way or the other, why are you urging Republicans in the House to vote against an infrastructure bill that has such strong bipartisan backing? Well, we've wanted a bipartisan infrastructure bill for a long time. But on day one, when that agreement was reached with senators, President Biden went behind their back with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and tied the whole package. Didn't go behind anybody's back. We've all known that they wanted to do both of them together. The president just last week go to the Capitol. He is lying. The deal. And instead, he made it very clear that the tax and spend 
multi-trillion dollar bill is tied directly to the infrastructure bill, and it undermines the whole process. They really should be working with us on an infrastructure package that would pass overwhelmingly, but instead they just have an insatiable appetite to raise You won't pass anything overwhelmingly. It would kill jobs. It would hit middle-class families. You're talking about a package of bills that would raise natural gas taxes, uh, that would put more of these Green New Deal mandates. Good! Raise energy prices even higher. We've got 40% increase in, in gas at the pump. They're begging OPEC to produce more oil while they shut down the spigots in the United States. It makes absolutely no sense. It's one of the reasons why. If if these policies are so shitty, let the Democrats do it then. Then why are Republicans blocking it in the Senate with a filibuster? Let the Democrats do it and let them fall on their face. No, 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 no. The reason why they are against these proposals is because they know they are popular and will be popular because they will work. That is why Republicans are against these proposals. Flat out. 100%. Real talk. Against the president's radical agenda. But let's talk specifically about the infrastructure bill, which again passed with 19 Senate Republicans supporting it. And let's talk about what that bill would do for your state. Uh, the infrastructure in Louisiana gets a grade of D plus, and the bipartisan bill would mean almost six billion dollars. And he knows it's going to pass anyway. He knows it's going to pass, and then he's going to take credit for bringing money to Louisiana to repair bridges and roads. What they always do. Blocking the president's agenda more important than helping the people of your state. Yes, to him. $450 billion infrastructure bill with roads, bridges, ports, waterways, all the things you're talking about. That's not where they want to go. And oh, by the way, in this package, they have language that tells the Corps of Engineers they can't do projects if it benefits the oil and gas industry. Good, good, good. We produce a lot of energy for the country, but that kind of language would actually make it unlikely that we would even get projects in our state. Good. Because a lot of states are in the energy industry. They just seem to hate American energy, fossil fuel based, especially. Fossil fuel. Yes, because it's killing the planet. Climate change, you dumb fuck. Yes, yes, we are against it. Because we know we have to act boldly now to get rid of it. While they're begging countries like OPEC uh, to produce more oil and they're letting Russia build pipelines, they're shutting off pipelines and energy production here. How do we let Russia build pipelines? I wish it was out. I wish they'd negotiate with Republicans in the House. Sam Graves, the lead Republican on the Transportation Committee, has been wanting to negotiate a really good bipartisan package for a long time. They won't even talk to him. So uh, they want to go it alone uh, and just count on a couple of Republicans, or do they want to get something that would actually be really good for the country without all this far-left stuff that's raising costs, jacking up inflation? All that shit would be good for the country. That far-left stuff would be good for the country. Frankly, it's a big tax on lower-income families. They should abandon that far-left socialist agenda and work with Republicans. Congressman, I want to talk about one other subject with you. The committee investigating... They seriously just say far-left, far-left, socialist. That's all they say. They don't actually have an argument against it. They just paint it with this straw man. And then fucking, what was that dude's name? G-Bud. Just fucking like a train seal. Far-left. Without any kind of critical thought to what the actual policy is. 
The January 6th insurrection has subpoenaed uh, some documents and also some witnesses, key Trump advisors at, around that time. Now, President Biden announced this week that he is going to deny former President Trump's claim of executive privilege. He wants to release some of the records. Uh, President Trump is likely to take the issue to court. If it comes to a vote, he's going to sue the National Archive to try to prevent the subpoenas from going through. Amazing. He's going to lose, too. How will you vote? Well, first of all, these are legal issues, and you've got a number of people that have been subpoenaed that are complying. They're trying to comply, uh, but it's it's a legal process. Steve Bannon doesn't want to. Kevin McCarthy doesn't want to. Speaker Pelosi spent millions of taxpayer dollars hiring attorneys, too. Uh, and there are, there's Justice Department uh, cases moving forward. They've arrested hundreds of people. No, but I'm not, so but sir, I don't, it's and, like and they want to, yeah. I, just, I don't mean to interrupt, but we're running out of time. Specifically, the way it would come to the court is they would resist the subpoena, and then the House would vote to hold them in criminal contempt, and then it would go to the court. And my question is, if it comes to a vote on the House floor to hold these people who are ignoring House... The answer to your question, Chris, is no. ...or testify... How would you vote? We'll vote no. Speculate on a bill that's not before me. It's not before me right now. I voted against this commission because it was heavily stacked to be a partisan commission. Look, they don't want to spend any time because the McCarthy of didn't accept the, way, the bipartisan commission. The, the families of over 600,000 Americans. They don't want to hold an investigation into what happened in Afghanistan, the complete botched withdrawal that led to 13 American soldiers dying. Uh, why don't they focus on getting our economy back on track, get an FDA commissioner to get COVID under control. They want to keep revisiting well, sir, last year, the year before. Well, sir, I mean, I mean, in fairness, Republicans, Republicans, when you were in control, wanted to go over Benghazi. And that was a perfectly legitimate thing for Americans died. This was a, the worst over and over and over again or more on the U.S. Capitol. Uh, let me ask you one last question in this regard. I, clearly, there were irregularities in the last election. There are irregularities in all elections. But I I want to ask you a specific question. Minuscule, maybe. 20 election was stolen from Donald Trump and, and in continue, continuing to make that charge, not uh, having states do election reforms, but specifically making this charge that the election was stolen. Do you think that that hurts, undermines American democracy? No, he doesn't. Well, Chris, I've been very clear from the beginning. If you look at a number of states, they didn't follow their state passed laws that govern the election for president. That is what the United States Constitution says. They don't say that the states determine what the rules are. They say the state legislatures determine the rules. But the rules. states all certified. States, they didn't the, follow those state legislative rules. The, the states all certified. They didn't follow those legislative rules. Right. But at the end of the day, are we going to follow what the Constitution says or not? I hope we get back to what the Constitution says. But clearly, in a number of states, they didn't follow those legislatively. So set you rules. think the election was so stolen? I, I, stolen? What I said is there are states that didn't follow their legislatively set rules. That's what the United States Constitution says. And I think there are a lot of people that want us to get back to what the Constitution says we should be doing, not just... I wish some of you fucks had actually read the Constitution. And then there are some people that want to just ignore what the Constitution... The vast majority of the people watching Fox News have never read the goddamn Constitution and have no fucking clue what's in it. You wouldn't have that problem. But they'll call themselves constitutionalists all day long. There was a rally for President Trump yesterday, and a number of people said, Joe Biden's not my president, uh, Donald Trump is my president. 
I guess the question is, do you think the election, uh, last time, I promise, do you think the election was stolen or not? I understand you think there were irregularities and things that need to be fixed. He refuses to say that he doesn't believe it. States that did not follow the laws set, which the Constitution says they're supposed to follow. When you see states like Georgia cleaning up some of the mess and people calling that Jim Crow law, that's a flat out lie. What Uh, mess? Against that sort of thing. All right. Yeah, but, but the law says, again, that the legislature passed that law. That's what the Constitution of the United States says, and it wasn't followed in a number of states. Congressman Scalise, thank you. Thanks. Oh, shit. Let's talk about fascism and creeping fascism in this country. Heather Cox Richardson is a historian. She posts these updates on Facebook I found yesterday's incredibly interesting. It's a good summation of a couple of op-eds that ran in different newspapers. In the New York Times, Miles Taylor and Christine Todd Whitman wrote that we are Republicans. There's only one way to save our party from pro-Trump extremists. Taylor served in the Department of Homeland Security and was the author of the 2018 New York Times piece by the anonymous uh, uh, op-ed... Writer criticizing former President Trump, Whitman was governor of New Jersey from 1994 until 2001, after which she headed the EPA under George W. Bush. Taylor and Whitman note that rational Republicans had hoped after Trump's defeat that they might take back the party, but it is clear now uh, that they are losing the party's civil war. But while they originally hoped to form a new party, they now agree that the only way to stop Trumpism is for us to form an alliance with Democrats to defend American institutions, defeat far-right candidates, and elect honorable representatives next year, including a strong contingent of moderate Democrats. To defend democracy, they write, concerned conservatives must join forces with Democrats on the most essential near-term imperative, blocking Republican leaders from regaining control of the U.S. House of Representatives. They call for Republicans to put country over party and back moderate Democrats, while also asking Democrats to concede that there are certain races where progressives simply cannot win and acknowledge that it makes more sense to throw their lot in with a center-right candidate who can take out a more radical conservative. The Washington Post, Max Boot, takes an even stronger stand. I'm no Democrat, but I'm voting exclusively for Democrats to save our democracy. Boot is a Russian-American specialist in foreign affairs who identifies as a conservative but no longer supports the Republican Party. He writes, I'm a single-issue voter. My issue is the fate of democracy in the United States. Simply put, I have no faith that we will remain a democracy if Republicans win power. Thus, although I'm not a Democrat, I will continue to vote exclusively for Democrats, as I have done in every election since 2016, until the GOP ceases to pose an existential threat to our freedom. I agree and disagree with them in many ways. Clearly, they want to co-opt the Democratic Party and try to suppress progressives, for which I am not a fan. But also, like them, I'm not a Democrat, but I will continue to vote Democrat 
I've went over this many times before. Um, three, all the way through 2016. I tended to vote whatever the strongest third party was in the state that I lived in because I despised the two-party system. I did not vote for Hillary Clinton in 2016, and I was wrong. I admit that I was wrong. I have voted solid Democrat since. I am not a Democrat. I am far fucking left of the Democratic Party. But I am scared to death about what is been going on in our country and the Republican Party has made me a solid Democrat for the foreseeable future more than likely for the rest of my life this is a piece by Tom Hartman he's a radio personality my cats are going fucking wild right now Tom Hartman is a radio personality I'm a big fan of his Uh, Very much enjoyed his show on Air America. I don't even know where it is anymore. I'm sure it's like a podcast form. Um, He is on Democracy Now! At least like an hour of his show is on Democracy Now! He's also written several books. I highly recommend those. I've read a couple. How far down the road towards fascism has America gone? You're close to either a collapse or a renewal of democracy. Which way will America go? There's apparently nothing to see here when it comes to conservative media outlets and even in many ways mainstream media. It's worth asking the question, how far down the road toward authoritarian oligarchy or even outright fascism have we gone? The answer to that question informs our understanding of how close in time we may be to some sort of final crisis and to how easy or difficult it will be to pull back and uh, preserve a functioning democratic republic. We've already passed through several stages that it's important to note by the way, uh, by way of orienting ourselves in time, and we must repeatedly check in on this to keep our bearings. As a German college professor told reporter and author Milton Mayer just after World War II, when Mayer essentially asked him, how could you guys have let this happen? The professor wrote, To live in this process is absolutely not to be able to notice it. Please try to believe me. Unless one has a much greater degree of political awareness, acuity, uh, than most of us had ever had on occasion to develop, each step was so small, so inconsequential, so well explained, or on occasion regretted, that unless one were detached from the whole process, from the beginning, unless one understood what the whole thing was in principle, what all these little measures that no patriotic German could resent must someday lead to. One no more saw it developing from day to day than a farmer in his field sees the corn growing. One day it is over his head. Back in the 1960s, my friend in later years, Tom Hayden, helped kick off students for a democratic society with his brilliant Port Huron statement. It was before the Vietnam War and SDS was committing itself to racial and gender justice in a world without the omnipresent threat of nuclear war. Our work, is guide, our, our work is guided, Hayden wrote, by the sense that we may be the last generation uh, in the experiment with living. My own experience in and with SDS was in the late 1960s as we were becoming a leader in the anti-Vietnam War movement. 
They're attacked by the media, the FBI, and local police trying to use everything from drug laws to draft to tear us apart. I remember the guy we later learned was a police informant constantly trying to get some of us to burn down the MSU ROTC building. The crisis of the Ohio. How familiar does that sound? Huh. You know, um, one of the Boogaloo boys was convicted not that long ago of burning down the Minneapolis Police Department. We know that there were FBI informants inside the Boogaloo Boys. Same old shit. President Johnson, who was prosecuting the war and sentencing many, uh, sentencing my friends to death via the draft, had also formally and legally declared the beginning of the end of the of legal apartheid in America with his Civil Rights Act. Expanded the nation's social safety net with Medicare and Medicaid and banned state governments from forbidding black people and other minorities from voting. Little did we realize what our government would do in the next 50 years. As Hayden wrote, freedom and equality for each individual government of, by, and for the people. These American values we found good, principles by which we could live as citizens. But in the past 50 years, the Supreme Court explicitly legalized political bribery and decisions in 1976 and 1978 doubling down with Citizens United in 2010. President Bush authorized extrajudicial murder, kidnapping, and torture of non-citizens. President Obama authorized and carried out the first legal assassination of an American citizen on foreign soil. Both political parties followed Chile and the UK in a massive 40-year experiment in Milton Friedman's neoliberalism throwing open our markets to foreign competition that closed over 60,000 American factories and destroyed millions of good-paying union jobs. Repeated radical tax cuts shifted tens of trillions of dollars from the working class to the top 1%. The 1% now has more wealth than the rest of the middle class combined. A shift so thorough that the top 1% today own more wealth... Oh, shit. I I said that as an aside, and apparently that was Tom Hartman's next thought. That report just came out the other day. The Electoral College loophole in our Constitution allowed two Republicans to become president, even though they lost the elections of 2016. They used that opportunity to stack our courts, particularly the Supreme Court, with hard right cranks. President Reagan ordered the DOJ and FTC to stop enforcing our antitrust laws, and Clinton signed a law allowing virtually unlimited consolidation of our media so today hard right uh, poison spills out of three cable television networks over 200 tv stations 1500 radio stations in english and an estimated 200 in spanish reversing congress's assertion in the 1930s that unions had legal protections the supreme court and ronald reagan declared war on working class people so effectively that today only about six percent of american workers in the non-government economy have such protections a movement of armed militias denying the authority of the u.s government has declared war on liberal democracy so completely that they led an assault on the U.S. Capitol and were within minutes of assassinating the Vice President and Speaker of the House. Our intelligence agencies launched a massive surveillance program that has caught up all in its web, uh, completing the toolkit 
that a genuine autocratic fascist would need to control the population should an intelligent one ever rise to the White House. The Republican Party has almost, without exception, embraced the idea that elections can and should be rigged to their advantage, passing over 30 laws in 19 states to do just that. Multiple Republican-controlled states have decriminalized killing people on our public streets by driving cars into crowds of protesters. Voting rights legislation is being blocked. Uh, not only by every single Republican in the Senate, but two bought-off Democrats as well. An entire generation of students are saddled with crippling debt never before seen in American history. Over 40% of Medicare has been privatized through the Medicare Advantage scam, while an estimated 1 million American families will go bankrupt this year just because somebody in their family got sick. Fewer than a quarter of all high school graduates have taken even a single a single civics class, leaving two generations since Reagan unaware of how a democratic republic is supposed to function. And we see that every day in the way right-wingers fucking talk. Donald Trump nakedly and brazenly lied to the American people literally every day of his presidency and continues to do so with impunity. Multiple members of Congress participated in an open act of sedition and so far, their only consequence has been re-election and media stardom. An eerie echo of how Hitler used the window of a man killed by police when they tried to overturn uh, or overthrow the government of Bavaria in 1923. Trump is now turning a woman killed by police during the 1-6 coup attempt into a martyr. He left a message for her, or for her family, on what would have been her birthday over the weekend. The Republican Party has embraced dictatorial foreign governments, manipulating our electorate, presidents making millions off of their office and oligarchy in the United States. A 37-year-old billionaire single-handedly controls the world's largest single source of news and information while a whistleblower asserts subordinating human rights, democracy, and common decency to profit. The planet has warmed over a full degree Celsius, provoking massive climate emergencies worldwide, while the fossil fuel industry continues to buy off politicians and spill science denial into social and mainstream media. The U.S. Supreme Court initiated a historic constitutional crisis by allowing the Texas vigilante abortion law to stand in defiance of its own Roe v. Raid uh, decision. Tom Hartman continues, but that was a good point by point of what has happened in this country over the last 50 years. If you would like to read this, uh, HartmanReport.com was published yesterday, maybe earlier today, I'm sorry. I don't even know what time it is right now. Meanwhile... The ride is big mad over the dumbest fucking shit. You know, what's new? I didn't get a chance because of all the issues to show the fucking where Biden had the fake set in the press room where he was sitting to get the vaccination. The right went nuts over that for some reason. Why? Now they are trying to skewer the vice president, skewer the vice president 
over a NASA video featuring apparently child actors who auditioned for the gig. Fucking, who cares? <laughs> it was an ad for NASA, wasn't it? Uh, night, night, Sparkles. Night. End your evening with me yelling. Good job. <laughs> I'm sure I make for great bedtime listening. No, Adam says. No, Sparkles can't Sparkles can't go to bed. She she's gotta go to work. She's got a real job. But, but, but I have a feeling you're gonna be seeing a lot more of Sparkles here shortly. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. It's it's still early where you're at. It's getting late for Sparkles. Father of a child actor who was featured in a NASA video with Vice President Kamala Harris says his son and four other actor children auditioned for their roles in the first video of the YouTube Originals Space Series. Well, of course they use child actors. Hi, I am NASA. So like, I guess here she is with the child actors. President of the United States, but she's also the president of the Senate and the head of the Space Council. Well, welcome, you guys. Thank you so much. Welcome. Ready to start? Okay, go. So I may not always be fast to take my parents' advice, but what is the best advice your parents have given you that perhaps you can share with us today? This is apparently a TV show for YouTube. That NASA is producing. Am I surprised they use child actors? Fuck no. Why Why is this a scandal to the right wing? This is what I was talking about with what was that dude's name? G-Bud? You guys are stupid. I mean, the Daily Wire writes this whole fucking thing. And, like, the views for the video thus far have been rather low. Though it was posted five days ago, the video's only a train. Why do they give a shit? Okay, NASA posted a video and it got low views. In this country. Yeah, there wasn't a Kardashian involved. What the... Fuck! What fuck? I just... I don't understand what the... What the scandal is. But it's anything that they can do to try to attack... Anything that isn't favorable to Republicans. Including a harmless series that NASA is producing. That Harris participated in. Jesus fucking Christ. You packed a record 1.1 trillion. Shut up. Don't buy whatever it is they're advertising. We're going to CNN Business now. Wait, I thought you were out on the West Coast, Adam. My bad. I I was wondering why you were talking about New York the other day. Shit. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm on later than usual. Thanks to the internet issues earlier tonight. I am a dumb shit. You're right. 
Oh, no name calling. Civility. Civility. <laughs> You're in the lion's den. Uh, CBD with melatonin? Um, I smoke the cannabis. I I Somebody hit the rips in the chat. Gotta have to scrape some more shit up. Price of weed just keeps going up, this damn inflation. Good job, Brandon. Good job, Brandon. Oil prices also rising. I say that. My dude, like, messaged me the other day. It was like, I'll give you four ounces for $300. It's really seedy, though. I was like, I goddamn. Wish I had $300 right now. $100 oil. It's huge increases in natural gas prices. Even coal costs are skyrocketing. Walk us through first what's causing this and if there's an end in sight. Well, Allison, uh, like everything else right now, supply is just not keeping up with demand. Uh, we've seen uh, demand for energy. Look, yeah, smoke that blunt. Because people are flying more, they're driving more, they're commuting. Uh, the problem is that. Are you playing? I can't. Uh, gas or oil. I can barely see your picture on your avatar. Are you playing a bass? Your hand looks like it's playing a bass, but that could be a guitar. It looks more like a guitar. But your hand is positioned as if you're playing a bass. Supply uh, has not kept up. And I ripping think on there. a lot of reasons why. On the supply front, let's look at oil first. Uh, OPEC is still holding back um, a lot of barrels. Uh, it took off an unprecedented amount of production uh, back during the pandemic. April 2020. And it's been gradual, very slow to return those barrels. Uh, the same thing. Well, yeah, they're keeping US the price high. Also been slow to return production. Um, when you look at coal, we know that coal has fallen out of favor uh, with many governments um, around the world, and uh, it just is not viewed as as economical. And uh, we've good. Seen a lot of power plants shift away from coal. They've gone to natural gas and renewables instead. Um, and so now there's actually more of a need for coal. So we've seen coal prices spike up. And then there's there's natural gas. Um, part of that is uh, the fact that oil production is down. And, and when you produce oil, you, you produce a certain amount of natural gas. Uh, also, we've seen weather-related events. Uh, there hasn't been as much uh, strong wind in Europe. And so that has hurt uh, the generation of wind. Um, and the other thing with um, natural gas is to remember that, you know, Russia is a huge player on the natural gas front. And Russia is actually exporting less natural gas today to Europe than it was in 2019. And the IEA recently basically called out Russia and said they think that Russia can do more. Uh, so we have to see if Vladimir Putin decides to try to send some more oil, uh, sort of more natural gas to Europe or, or not. So there you go. Rising energy costs. Good job, Brandon. When I say that, I'm saying it facetiously. U.S. workers are quitting their jobs in record numbers. I am here for this. 
Number of workers in the United States quitting their jobs jumped to 4.3 million in August. That is the highest quit rate on record. Workers in the United States are quitting their jobs at a record pace. The latest job openings and labor turnover survey from the U.S. Labor Department showed that the number of Americans quitting their jobs jumped to 4.3 million in August. That is a 2.9% of all employed workers in the United States, making it the highest quit rate on record. Meanwhile, the number of jobs opening uh, fell in the U.S. slightly to 10.4 million in August. But that follows on from July, which saw a record 11.1 million jobs go begging. But as has been noted on Twitter, people have been doing little experiments, see if they can get callbacks from these places that say that they're hard up for employees. And it appears that uh, a lot of places give you a callback. Maybe they're not as hard up as they say they are. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're actually in the middle of a capital strike and they're holding off on retaining labor. A high quits rate normally signals how confident American workers feel about their job prospects, but a deeper dive into the data suggests that fear of contracting the Delta variant of COVID-19 could also be driving workers onto the sidelines. Some 892,000 workers in the customer-facing accommodation and food services sectors quit their jobs amid an August surge in COVID cases. That is 157,000 more than the previous month. The number of people walking off the job and the sheer number of job vacancies has become an increasing source of concern for the nation's economic recovery. Not a concern for me uh, as a opponent of higher worker rate, uh, higher worker wages and benefits. I think it's a good thing. Jobs are only officially minted when someone is hired and the economy added only 194,000 of them in September. That is the tiniest monthly gain this year. Withhold that fucking labor. We need a good general strike in this country. Now, uh, after I got cut off earlier, I saw another article that goes great with this shit right here. So give me one second. The fourth stimulus check update. Oh, that's from September. This was from a couple weeks ago. Senior Citizens Advocacy Group is pushing Congress to deliver legislation that would provide a fourth stimulus check to Social Security recipients in this country. Why just Social Security recipients? That campaign comes as a petition calling on monthly cash payments of $2,000 for the wider population nears 2.9 million signatures. Okay, I'm down with that. Give them an extra $1,400 and give everybody else $2,000 monthly. We've already fucked this up enough. Can we just stay home throughout the holiday season? We already know about the supply chains. We know it's going to be a clusterfuck. Can we just go ahead and stay home and jack off through the holiday season? Pay people $2,000. 
It will keep the con the it will keep the economy afloat, as we've already seen. And it will protect people from getting the goddamn COVID. Dark raving, yes. My internet finally came back to me about an hour ago. We've been about an hour and thirty-eight minutes ago, apparently. Yes, that's what we should, that's what we should all do. Now, technically, curiouser, your job is always going to be there for you. They're going to need you regardless. Boobs. Let's talk about some strikes. Fucking love this shit. I highly encourage you guys. Look for a job if you guess fucking Sparkle's got two different jobs in like a month. <laughs> I still don't understand. Curious, sir, right now you are one of the most in-demand workers in this fucking country. I don't understand why you're not traveling. I mean, I do understand. I do understand, but goddamn. You spent a year fucking traveling around. You'd make a fucking fortune. Holy shit. I mean, they are begging for people with your skills right now. Begging. Definitely lie on your resume. They don't check. That is that is something that needs to be more common among people. Lie on your resume. And women. Women. Fucking have more confidence than what you... Like, studies have shown that you guys, like... You try to evaluate yourselves properly... Go for jobs that you feel are above you. Because men do all the time and they get it. So fucking go for You think you're not qualified for the job? Fuck it. Go for it. Fuck it. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry your mom won't get vaccinated. I don't... Like, the, the older population... Like, my mom... Like, because like, she kept showing me her polio vaccine maybe maybe my mom's a little bit older but like she was she was so proud of the polio vaccine of doing her civic duty to eradicate polio <laughs> well fuck him I, I can't believe that shit but ultimately, the number of people that are having to resign or be suspended or fired because of the vaccine is not a lot. Hold on, I think I got one of those here. See, I'm constantly, I'm constantly gathering material for the show. This is another one of those things I saw after I got cut off earlier. This is a nurse talking about how she's getting ready to be fired. Probably got a song or something. Purple, I could be purple, I could be anything. Well, let me let me read it off for you. Spent four years in undergraduate school studying health sciences. I don't believe it if you're not getting vaccinated. Went to graduate school and endured rigorous two-year accelerated masters. Became an ICU nurse and treated COVID patients for 19 months. 
In 2020, we were used in 95 masks and gowns. During that time, I cared for your grandmother, sister, brother, son, and mother. I've sacrificed holidays, weekends, time, sleeping events with my family to be there for yours. As of October 1st, 2021, I was suspended. On November 1st, I will be terminated because I chose not to get the shot. Despite all of this, my face will endure. And I will continue to fight for my medical freedom. Guess what, ma'am? Apparently, you didn't pay a fucking attention in those classes about health sciences. You didn't pay attention in your accelerated master's program. Or or you're a liar that was put up to do that by right-wing propaganda sites. Yeah, go get another damn job. Might not be able to go to... Hey, or maybe you will. Maybe Dollar General is going to be in need of some scabs. Dollar General workers stare down historic union vote, vowing we're gonna fight. I fucking love this shit. I've I've said it multiple times, guys. I work for a union-busting company. Not company. I work for a union-busting legal organization. A right-wing-funded organization. Well, I mean, that was a scab at Dollar General is exactly what a nurse that got fired for being vaccinated would do. I, I'm just looking at it from her perspective. I'm not advocating that for you. But the, the organization that I contract out for to do some of their propaganda, they are scared to fucking death and they've thrown a lot of money at me the last few weeks. Scared to fucking death of the power of the workers, and I'm here for it. In less than two weeks, a tiny group of a half a dozen workers in Barks Hampstead, Connecticut, will vote on whether to become the only unionized Dollar General store employees in America. These six people in a small town of about 20 miles northwest of Hartford now find themselves positioned to gain a historic toehold for organized labor inside a booming low-wage industry, but it will not be easy. Few companies have prospered since the beginning of the pandemic as much as Dollar General. The company boasts that three-quarters of all Americans now live within five miles of one, and it's nearly 18,000 stores. The Washington Post reported that foot traffic at those stores has risen by a third in the past two years. Dollar General stock price has boomed during the pandemic, and the company is now worth almost $50 billion. It is the king of the dollar store industry, whose growth has far outpaced that of traditional big box stores like Walmart and Target. They, as the have-nots of the American economy, have come to rely on the industry's cheaper and more ubiquitous offerings. Dollar General employs more than 157,000 people. Like one per store, if you guys have ever been in a DG. Last year, the company attracted negative publicity for firing an internal whistleblower who criticized what many uh, saw as the company's inadequate plans for keeping its workers safe. Last May, a group of Dollar General workers in Maine went viral for walking out and quitting. I don't know what you guys are talking about.
I'm sorry, Warlord. Please go back to sleep. Uh, this this show will be available tomorrow. I I just came on whenever my internet came back. My apologies. I've got a friend that you give her you give her some Xanax and she'll go shopping at a DG real fast. I'm sorry I woke up weirdly. Even Adam was talking about how sleepy he was earlier. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Like, don't don't stay up on account of me. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. Kaiser Permiente workers authorize strikes in California and Oregon. Kaiser Permiente workers in California and Oregon on Monday voted to authorize a strike, clearing the way for potentially thousands of healthcare staffers to stop working over demands for safer working conditions and better pay. Remember earlier when I was talking about the travel nurses that are making bank during the pandemic? Well, what 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 is happening is that. A, a lot of nurses that are working in the hospitals are working alongside these travel nurses that are making bank, and they aren't making jack. So, healthcare workers, I highly recommend you use your leverage, especially right now. The Oregon Federation of Nurses and Healthcare Professionals and the United Nurses Association of California Union of Healthcare Professionals announced that their respective groups had voted to authorize a strike. They authorized the strike by 96%. They said they are doing it for our patients. We are fighting for safe staffing and the future of healthcare. And we know that Kaiser's offer, uh, offer that Kaiser's offers, even I'm a little sleepy, guys. That Kaiser's offers will be a disaster for patient care. We are hashtag patient defenders and we fight for patients. Among the UNAC UHCP workers, 96% of the more than 18,000 members voted to authorize the strike. Hell fucking yeah. It seems like we're getting these stories about strikes just day in and day out now, and I am loving it. I'm sorry you're wound up, Adam. I was, and unfortunately, I've got several stories that are going to get everybody wound up. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys want to not sleep and you want to get wound up, please stick around. I have a feeling a debate is going to ensue. All right, here we go. Let's get into the bullshit, shall we? Uh, this has been a this has been a show tonight that has been heavy on sports stories. I don't usually do a lot of sports stories, but we've done sports tonight. John Gruden out as Las Vegas Raiders head coach. Once again, I didn't know the Raiders were in Las Vegas. Just like I didn't know the Nets were in fucking Brooklyn. What the, what? 
But the Raiders were in Oakland and the Nets were in New Jersey. Clearly, they've moved on me. That's how much I keep up with sports. John Gruden announced Monday that he has resigned as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach. The New York Times reported earlier Monday that Gruden used homophobic and misogynistic language in emails over a roughly seven-year period that ended in 2018 before he joined the Raiders, in addition to racist remarks that emerged last week. The NFL criticized him on Friday for sending a 2011 email when he worked for ESPN that used a racist trope to denigrate Demoris uh, Smith, Demoris Smith, the executive director of the NFL Players Association. I think it was something about his lips, if I saw from the comment section correctly, that he had lips like Michigan, Michelin tires or something like that. He apologized for the email while denying that it's racist. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. Although Gruden was not with a team at the time he sent the newly uncovered emails, he had great influence in the league, having won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers following the 2002 season. He was hired for a second time as the Raiders franchise head coach in 2018. Carl Nassib, who became, uh, in June, the first active NFL player in history to come out as gay, plays for the Raiders. The newly revealed emails, Gruden used homophobic slurs to describe NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell while corresponding with Bruce Allen, the former president of what is now the Washington football team, according to the New York Times. Gruden also allegedly said Goodell shouldn't have encouraged then-Rams coach Jeff Fisher to uh, to draft queers, a reference to Michael Sam, a gay player who joined the team in 2014. Female referees and players protesting during the national anthem were two other issues derided by Gruden in the emails. Nah, shit! He was working as an ESPN commentator during Monday Night Football at the time. Comments are clearly repugnant under any circumstance, ESPN said in a statement. ESPN was the first to report Gruden's resignation. The email from John Gruden and some of the reaction to it confirms that the fight against racism, racist tropes, and intolerance is not over. This is not about an email as much as it is about the pervasive belief by some that people who look like me can be treated as less. This is from DeMorris Smith. I hope I said his name right. Sorry if I didn't. Fuck this guy. But I've seen some people, including Sean King, say that this is what Dave Chappelle was talking about. Uh, I can't, I don't remember if that's the right spelling of Sean. Here we go, Sean. Oh, fuck. This is what Dave Chappelle was talking about, that the LGBTQ community has more influence than the black community. Yep, here we go. Wow, this is exactly what Dave Chappelle was talking about. John Gruden was caught being overtly racist about a black man and kept his job, but then got caught saying stuff about the LGBTQ community, and it was too much. The team was willing to defend him when he was just a racist, 
that the LGBTQ remarks were too much for them. I don't know what the fuck happened. From the article, it sounds like this has all come out like the last week, and the Raiders just couldn't fucking keep him on, and it was a PR disaster. I don't, I don't see any distinction. It looks like the guy was fired for being racist and homophobic and misogynist. I don't like anyone pitting the black community against the LGBTQ community. It's not, it's not the victim triathlon here. I don't fucking get it. And apparently Dave Chappelle said he was jealous of the power of the LGBTQ community. Power. The power. Or you can still be fired for being gay in in several states. Or being trans in this country. The power of the LGBTQ community. Discrimination in housing against trans people in the gay community. Yeah, yeah, we're... All right, let's go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and get to it. Apparently, Dave Chappelle freed the slaves when he attacked trans people. This is according to Damon Wayans, who I didn't know was relevant anymore. I ask you, where do you stand on the issue? Do you, how do you feel about the special? Should it be cancelled? Anything like that? I feel like Dave freed the slaves that's a fucking that's absurd first of all the special shouldn't be cancelled I've seen people praise Dave Chappelle as being the greatest comedian of all time if he was the greatest comedian of all time he wouldn't have to attack trans people in order to market his fucking special because make no mistake about it that's what this is it's causing a controversy in order to make yourself relevant And I believe Dave Chappelle is above that. I don't know why he did it. I say this as a Chappelle fan. What the fuck? Oh, you do? Yeah, the comedian. We were slaves to PC culture. And he just, you know, as an artist, he's Van Gogh. Cut a zero. And he's trying to tell us it's okay. So, going forward, can you... can you be a bit more risque or are you more free? To- what are these people talking about? What cancel culture? I sit here and say absurd fucking things on my show. No one is canceling me. These millionaires bitching about cancel culture just boggles my fucking mind. He made jokes about them. He made jokes about them. Now, now, Dave Chappelle is aware of what he's doing. Because if we go back to, what was it, 2004? When he quit?
Chappelle was filming a certain sketch, and a crew member laughed at a beat that he thought wasn't really the point of the sketch. While there was a racial humor in the sketch in question, the laughter seemed to stem from something not related to the satire. The crew member laughed at Chappelle rather than with him by the sound of it. As Chappelle puts it, it just raised an interesting question to me, which I was already wrestling with in the first place. It sounds like Chappelle was already grappling with a serious dilemma. Did his show satirize racial stereotypes or reinforce him? Or reinforce them? Chappelle mentions that bigger than he was comfortable with, even if his intentions were good, the laughter was bigger than he was comfortable with, even if his intentions were good, the way it was coming across to audiences, including that one crew member, seemed to be getting lost in translation, and he rightfully worried, or rightfully wondered, how he should proceed with his career. He goes on to qualify that the one incident wasn't the only reason he left the show, but it did play a part. Yes, jokes constitute an attack, yes depending on how the joke is framed. Once again, there is a George Carlin stand-up bit that illustrates this perfectly. You can joke about rape. You don't joke about somebody that has actually experienced rape. You joke about Elmer Fudd raping Daffy Duck, and that's funny. Or Daffy Duck raping Elmer Fudd, whichever way it was. Where you put the exaggeration, it's a whole bit about punching up and not down. So yes, mocking the trans community is indeed an attack on them. I don't know the whole story, but apparently he was friends with a trans woman and she killed herself. Let's let's look that up. Daphine? I don't know the story behind this. Apparently, she defended Dave Chappelle and was bullied. Dave is an LGBTQ ally, family of trans woman, who Dave Chappelle in Netflix biopic said was hounded to death for defending his jokes in 2019. Say the comedian is a transgender supporter and warn against trying to cancel him. Nobody's trying to cancel him. It's it's a it's fuck me. He's using it as a marketing ploy. And when right wingers are praising him, you really need to think about who you're getting through to. The trans woman who Dave Chappelle said was hounded to death in his controversial Netflix show has defended the funny man during a previous attack from the trans community. The fiend Dorman was 44 when she killed herself in 2019 after defending Chappelle for jokes made during a Netflix special that year. When she did that, the trans community dragged that bitch through Twitter, Chappelle told the audience in The Closer. His latest stand-up special act on Netflix that has uh, had many, crit- uh, many critics calling for him to be canceled. For days... It was going in on her, and she was on her own because she's funny. It's a true story. My heart was broken. I don't know what was going on, but I'll bet dragging her didn't help. Dorman, who began transitioning to a woman in 2014, was an up-and-coming comedian who opened a show for Chappelle. Her humor veiled a dark past mired by a troubled childhood that left her with severe PTSD, but despite her inner demons... 
She tapped into her comedy to make the world around her laugh. German do, a doorman drew criticism after defending Chappelle's show Sticks and Stones, which took jabs at gay and trans people. Punching down requires you to consider yourself superior to another group, she tweeted. Dave Chappelle doesn't consider himself better than me in any way. He isn't punching up or punching down. He's punching lines. That's his job, and he's a master at his craft. Norman was born William. I don't, I'm not going to dead name her. She, decli- she declined to elaborate on those troubled years, except to say they left the siblings with extreme post-traumatic stress disorder and, and that Dorman struggled to cope with. She seemed very sad during their last text exchange. So she left a note on her Facebook. I'm sorry. I've thought about this a lot before this morning. How do you say goodbye? And I'm sorry. And I love you to all the beautiful souls, you know, for the last time. There's no good way. That's what I got out of all that thought. To those of you who are mad at me, please forgive me. To those of you who wonder if you failed me, you didn't. To those of you who feel like I failed you, I did. And I'm sorry. And I hope you'll remember me in better times and better lives. Fuck, that's sad. And yeah, Dave was a friend of hers, and apparently she opened for him. Apparently, they're saying that she was bullied by the LGBTQ community, which I find a little crazy. I have it. I have not watched it yet, but my critique stands. He is using it for marketing, and it's bullshit. He should be above that. Period. End of story. Whitney, my critique stands regardless of whether I agree with the bit. What I am saying about what he is doing is correct. Oh, I'm going to watch the special. I'm a, I'm a comedian. I'm a fan of comedy. I'm going to watch it and I'll probably enjoy it. However... However, he is using the trans community and outrage against them to market a special, and that is wrong. Especially him knowing someone who killed themselves. Holy fuck. Especially after I read to you the self-awareness about the racism in his show. How do you have that thought about racism and who you're appealing to about your show, but then completely it's lost on you when it comes to the trans community? What I am saying does not change. My critique does not change no matter what is contained in the special. What I am saying about him playing to the outrage does not change. It is a valid critique. And it is true no matter... 
It does not matter what he says. My critique is still valid. And it is wrong of him. And he should be above that. Yes, and this is my opinion. Yes, everyone is entitled to their own fucking opinion and everyone gets to have their opinion back. That's the point. So Dave Chappelle isn't being canceled when people give their opinion about him. That's the point. I can't believe there are millionaires bitching about being canceled. Holy f- Yes, Chappelle is bitching about it. The entire fucking media is bitching about it right now. Holy fuck. What is contained in the special has no bearing on my critique of it. I am correct. Fuck off. That's all there is to it. I didn't know. I did not know uh, about John Stewart saying that. He walked right into it because he is using the trans community to market his special. That's what. That's my fucking problem. That's my fucking problem. The trans community is not there as a marketing tool to appeal to right wingers. Fucking Damon Wayne saying it's like freeing the slaves. What the fuck? Then why did he do it? Why did he take the cheap shot? Why did he do it? If he doesn't need to market anyone. You can't tell me that this isn't a play to try to stay relevant. What the fuck? I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm a Chappelle fan. Hey, motherfucker, I just read the thing where, like, he got really touchy about racism. He understands it's when it's racism. Dave Chappelle gets this, and he should be above it. That's the point. Risky things funny. That's not about it's not about taking risk. Attacking a marginalized community is not taking a risk. It's actually the opposite. In this culture, fucking playing to the right wing to get them to amplify your message is a cheap way out. It's it's just like fucking Aunt Jemima 
getting rid of of uh, what it, rebranding is whatever they call. It. They did it to market to the right wingers to get Fox News to amplify their message. It's cheaper than buying advertising. Getting all these news stations to cover Dave Chappelle is cheaper than Netflix buying advertising and the and the special standing on its own merits. But no, we got to create this fucking outrage and get shows like mine to talk about it. I am so sick and tired of it. And to me, it should be above Dave Chappelle. That's my critique. I am sure that I will feel the exact same way. Holy fuck. Dave Chappelle calls out cancel cultures. Uh, Cancel culture. Comedians defend. Activists push back. The comedy bit is irrelevant. What he says is irrelevant. I am pointing out what he is doing. What the bit says is fucking irrelevant. It does not matter a goddamn bit what he says in that special. What he is, the the egregious act has taken place. And I pointed it out. My critique is valid. This is all there is to it. And I think he should be above it. I don't care. My critique is valid. And attacking trans people is not risky. Once again, not risky. Appealing to the outrage of right-wingers is not risky. That's the easiest way to get fucking headlines. Not risky in the least. It's fucking cheap. It's fucking cheap. Getting Ben Shapiro and Fox News to herald you as some fucking bastion of free speech is cheap. Damon Wayans say they freed the slaves? What the fuck is he talking about? That makes no goddamn sense. To be yourself, are you saying? I've always been free. Right. But, um... I've always been free, but yet I was was constrained by cancel culture until Dave Chappelle freed me. What the fuck? It doesn't even make sense. I just think he's saying, you know what? All that I have, I'm not afraid to lose it. He called himself a turf. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. A turf. That is an attack on the community. Calling yourself a turf is aligning yourself with a very toxic set of beliefs.
And I just, I don't understand it. Do you know what hyperbole means? Hyperbole. Thank you for correcting me. I knew that. I'm just fucking frustrated. I know what it means. I just don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to scrape up some. I probably. I've probably got enough scraps to pack a bowl here in a second. I'm sweating my ass off right now. I thought I turned the air conditioner on. I don't care about the bit, Whitney. What the fuck? What he is doing is playing to a certain audience to get fucking headlines. I just, I don't fucking get it. He gave his opinions on gender and sex and the trans movement that were wrong. Ill-informed, stupid-ass opinions. And I'm giving you my opinion about how he should be above that and how he's playing to a shitty audience. And I'm correct in my assessment, and it doesn't matter what he says in the special. My my assessment of what he did was that it was low. It was low-hanging fruit, not risky, doesn't make him a hero, doesn't make him bastion of free speech. Yeah, it's a good discussion. I'm 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 not upset with the discussion at all. But it just it it seems like no one is listening to what I'm actually saying. If this is really the greatest fucking comedian in the world, then he should be above doing that kind of bullshit. But it doesn't seem like he is. Even though I read the quotes, what his mindset was in in 2004 when it pertained to racism. Weird. And I hate the idea of fucking cancel culture. And anyone who tries to market any art off of cancel culture is immediately shit in my eyes. For the sake of freeness of speech, you can't, you know, you can't edit yourself. You know, comedians, we're like, 
uh, Mercedes makes a great car. Right. But they got to crash a lot of them before they perfect it. You know, the, the Netflix special was this brand new car, though. You know what I mean? This was his polished jokes. And people think that, like, the LGBT community in particular, very offended, doesn't find it funny, thinks it's too fast, thinks it's bad for kids who are growing up and worried about that sort of stuff. I can't, I can't speak about the content of the show. But what yes, I, yes. I have talked about the evolution of some of my bits here on this show. Stuff that I won't... Material I won't even do anymore. God, I have this whole bit, and I need to I need to find the notes. I haven't done it in so fucking long. It's, it's like... It, it's been the longest since I've did done this bit specifically about like at the end of it. I'm like, we can all live under the, the rainbow. Like it's, it's bitching about like the number of, or the number of letters in the LGBTQ community. And I go off on this. And like, it's not, it's not malicious in any way, but it don't sit right with me anymore. It's a bit that I did 2013, 2014, and like I don't I don't feel it properly reflects my values. I don't remember I don't even remember what the fucking punchline was. It's, it's like a whole little fucking six minute segment. I remember I said something about Pascatillion and uh, Episcopalian sound like the same thing, but they are drastically different concepts. That's like the only fucking line I remember from the bit now. Because it's still, like, I fucking woke up thinking about that. Pascatillion and Episcopalian sound like the same thing, but they're drastically different concepts. <laughs> Alphabet Mafia. <laughs> and, like, I was an openly bi pansexual guy saying this shit on stage. I think I had more... more leeway to say those things than you know other people like fucking why does Dave Chappelle find it necessary to even comment on the trans community why is that his place you know most of my most of my bits are about sex and drugs because those are the things I actually know about so I don't why does why does he feel the need to comment it other than Try to appeal to a certain audience and to market himself a certain way. There's a bigger con- Try to piss people off. Right. Somebody needs to look us in the eye and go, you're no longer free in this country. You're not free to say what you want. You say what we want you to say. Otherwise, we will cancel you. Right. That's the discussion we should have. And Dave Chappelle is like the poster child for like comedians and you know. He's a unicorn. He's amazing. Yeah. Van Gogh. He's the Van Gogh. I love talking to you, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Damon. There is no critique of trans issues. What what you're saying is not valid. There is no critique of trans. Trans people exist and they deserve respect. And anyone saying that. They're unnatural or are less than humans or are putting them down in any way, excluding them by calling yourself a turf, saying they can't be actual women. That's an attack. 
There is no... There is no critique of trans issues. Yes, he said he was a turf. He excludes the idea that they are women. That is not valid. That is not a valid critique. I knew this was going to happen. I just, I don't. The only issue when it comes to the trans community is how can we better serve them and how can we better fucking make life easier for them, include them in society. There are no, there is no debate about whether they are valid. There is no critique to be had of trans issues from Dave Chappelle. That's the point. It's not his place to comment. I don't look at shitting on people. And helping to perpetuate negative stereotypes of trans people that permeate our society. Such as this video that I found on FreedomTube. This video has me concerned for the future and you will see why. Let's talk about the use. Let's see what is so scary and will have us concerned about the future of guys as a gender neutral term. For a lot of trans and non-binary folks, being referred to in this way triggers their dysphoria. And people will say, oh, I call all my friends guys, even my girlfriends. But your cis friends did not experience the trauma of being conditioned into a gender that is not theirs. For me, I have stopped saying it because I realize the importance of degendering our language. Language matters. And the words that we use inform the way we see the world. There are literally studies on this. So when we consider words like guys to be gender neutral and not girls or ladies, this fuels the narrative that man is default. And this is the core of the patriarchy. Look, you can use whatever words you want, but we have to consider their impact. And if someone tells you that the language you are using is hurting them and you decide not to change because it is more comfortable for you, I think that says a lot about your character. I love you. Why does this video have anyone concerned for the future? Why does it, why, why, why are people posting this on freedom tube and saying this has them concerned for the future? What you see this Frank dude right here that posted this video. Believe me, I can call him something that will piss him off and he will get offended very easily. I do it constantly. They understand they understand how language is employed. I don't get account because I don't think I don't have a an account. Right wingers morons. The video has them concerned just because a trans people or a trans person has an opinion. 
That's what has them concerned about that video. Did you guys know Superman is gay now? Or at least he's gonna be. Fox and Friends dug up Dean Kane to comment on the latest controversy about the fact that first of all, let's 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 outline this. One a Republican official, I think they're actually an elected official. Hold on. A state senator in Arizona said Superman loves Lewis Lane. Period. Hollywood is trying to make Superman gay and he is not. Just rename the new version Superman so we can all know the difference and avoid seeing it. Oh my god, me saying that realized what she was oh my I, I like I'm when I was reading it I didn't get what what she was Superman. Oh, she's making fun of gay lisps. Fuck off, Wendy Rogers. First of all, she says Lewis Lane, which is hilarious. But here's the thing, is the current Superman in the comics, and I had to verify this with my friend, the current Superman in the comics is Clark Kent's son. I assume, I've played Injustice, I'm not a comic book reader, but I've played Injustice, so I'm assuming that what has happened in the comic book universe mirrors what has happened in Injustice and that Superman is in a Krypton prison. Because the story of Injustice is that the Joker murdered Lois Lane and blew up Metropolis, and Superman decided that you had to kill evil and killed the Joker. This went against Batman's code. And it became a whole feud between Batman and Superman. The real Batman versus Superman. So I'm assuming (laughs) that in this universe, the new Superman is Superman's son. After all that shit happened. And uh, that is the character that is, I believe, bisexual. But now, of course, this is going to cause a ruckus, and I'm still fucking... I assume the people with the comics are trying to be inclusionary, and it's a good thing. He does have his own identity, and apparently it's a bisexual identity. This just massive expansion of government's role in our life, cradle to grave, sun up to sundown, and lame, low blow indeed. Going to be more involved. Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, wants to use it to hire an army of IRS agents to spy on Americans. We don't even get Dean Kane for this whole. By the way, this the debate whole thing about reporting of six hundred dollars being spying on normal Americans is bullshit. Contractors like myself, I got a friend who is a makeup artist. We are ecstatic. 
fucking PayPal, Venmo and shit is going to send me a 1099 now with a breakdown of the shit that I had to report anyway. I am fucking happy as fuck about it. Fuck off Fox News. Spending IRS snooping my ass. President Biden's plan to force banks to report all transactions above 600 bucks to the IRS. And look who we have to talk about it. Actor Dean Kane joining us. Why? Why would you bring Dean Kane on to talk about financial issues? The last person I think about when it comes to financial issues is Dean fucking Kane. Live. Great to see you as always, my friend. What do you make of, the, of this latest government overreach? Well, I think it's exactly what it is. Another example of huge, big government overreach and attempt to control every aspect of our lives. It's ridiculous. Any account over $600, uh, it's it's disgusting to me. I was just in Switzerland. I'm here. No, it's not disgusting. And as I said, the people that it actually affects, like me, contractors who have this this labyrinth of shit that we have to put together oh my god have you been watching fucking have you been watching goddamn Adrian Curry Whitney what the hell I had to unfollow her that was too much bullshit even for me yeah they really want Hollywood to to shut up so let's invite Deacon Kane on Oh, but like the people like me are for this. Thank you. Thank you. I had to report that income anyway. And now I'm going to get a printout at the end of the year about it. Fuck yeah. Shut up, Dean Kane. In Spain. That's why I have the outside, you know, nice. camera shot here. But I'm in Switzerland and I was discussing the taxation system in the U.S. and California, where I, my other home, and uh, they laughed at me. They laughed and they shook their heads at the amount of taxes that we have to pay. Uh, they were shocked at the rates and they were shocked at the, the government overreach of our current uh, government. I think, it's a, I think it's a joke and I think it's ridiculous overreach. If they're trying to go after billionaires hiding all their money, which they say they're trying to do, then why are they literally ensnaring 99.9% of all bank accounts instead? Well, because that's not what they're doing. No, what they're doing. It's, about, it's about control. It's about being able to spy on every aspect of our lives. And that lets them into everything. Look, nobody's perfect. There are so many rules and regulations that go on today in, in the United States that you, you're probably breaking three or four going across the street to get a cup of coffee. So it, it makes it insane and impossible to not do anything wrong. And it allows them to really be invading every single aspect of our lives. Meantime, it's kind of kismet that we have you on literally today, the day after this story broke. DC Comics revealing. So wait a minute, wait a minute. They already had Dean Kane scheduled to come on and talk about the IRS reporting of $600. He just happened to be on, and now we're going to talk about Superman. Seriously? Seriously? The superhero son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane will start a romance with his male best friend just two months after Robin came out as bisexual, of course, in the Batman series. Here's the headline. Yes. John Kent finds his identity in Superman, son of Kal-El. Earth's new Superman comes out as bisexual, available at comic book shops on November. Oh, don't they look cute? Having actually been Superman, having actually been Clark Kent, what's your reaction? Look, I really, it's hard for me to keep track of all the different Superman and the different worlds and adventures that he has in the comics. Uh, but what from I, I can gather, it's his, it's it's lowest. 
Oh, let me guess, you're not a fucking comic book nerd then. Why the fuck did they ever have you play Superman? Clark's son, John, uh, and I don't think it's, they said it's bold and it's and, and, and bold new direction. I say they're bandwagoning. You know, a Robin of Batman, a Robin, as you mentioned, just came out as, as bi or gay recently, and honestly, who's really shocked about that one? I had some thoughts about that a long time ago, but a new Captain America is gay. My daughter in Supergirl, where I played uh, the father, she was gay. I, so I don't think it's bold or brave or some crazy new direction. If they had done this 20 years Inclusive characters, exactly. Bold and brave. But Brave would be... The comics have been doing this for... There's been gay and bisexual characters in the comics for years. Having him, you know, fighting for the rights of gay people in Iran, where they'll throw you off a building for the offense of being gay. Um, they're talking about him fighting, you know, real-world problems like climate change, the deportation of refugees, and he'll be dating a hacktivist, whatever a hacktivist is. I, I don't know, um, but, you know... Why, why, why don't they have him fight the injustices that created the refugees that whose deportation he's protesting? That would be brave. I'd read that. Or, or fighting for the rights of women to attend school and have the ability to work and live and boys not to be raped by men under the new warm and fuzzy Taliban. That, that would be brave. Um, there's real evil in this world today, real corruption and government overreach, plenty of things to fight against, um, human trafficking, real actual slavery going on. It'd be brave to tackle those issues, shine a light on those issues. As far as, you know, I'd like to see the character doing that. Uh, Is Dean Kane a QAnon? He didn't come right out and say it, but he kind of sounds like a QAnon. Um, I, I read that comic. This one, I, I don't think I'll be reading. I could just watch CNN or MSNBC to get this information. Yeah, it's bravery for the left. It's not bravery for the world. And Superman used to fight all injustice. Like you said, there's a lot of injustice. Include- I just explained that Superman's a bad guy now. Or at least, like, in the games, like, you can you can take both sides. It's kind of really cool. Like, there's, like a, like, a moral gray area there. Like, I took Superman's side. I'm kind of on his side. But, like, I think the actual storyline is Batman wins and Superman goes to prison. Including against yeah, injustice. Individuals that needs to be rectified. My best friend is a hardcore comic book nerd and we play video games and that's, that's what we're playing right now. Anytime I play video games with him, we're playing the fuck out of injustice. You want your ass kicked, Jenkins? <laughs> I will kick your ass. I am really fucking good at that game. Because, well, he he brought it up because it was an indirect attack on Biden. Oh, we pulled out of Afghanistan. Now they're going to attack the women. The Taliban raping kids. Anything they can do to try to put criticism on Biden. What a weird face he's making. He kind of looks like Wayne Newton. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, all right, all right. I have no clue what this next clip is about. I'm pretty sure guy in Dean's comment. I'm I'm completely confused now. Oh, 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 was I like asking you about uh oh, I was referencing injustice. Do you want to get your ass kicked in injustice? Come on. Go fire it up right now. You want to know what my screen name is on 
on the PlayStation? Justin freaking. Let's go. I'll kick your ass. But my buddy, like, he and I are like, ah, you ready for an ass whipping tonight? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm slab happy. God damn, it's late. How'd I, how'd I stay up this late? I was on Grinder looking for some ass. It's Mortal Kombat with DC characters. Apparently, they're doing a, an MCU one. Now, I'm not a comic book guy, but like, I'll play, I'll play some. I was horrible at fighting games. I was fucking horrible at them. But now, I play it with my buddy, and like, I'm really fucking good now. I'm really fucking good. It's the same way, like, if I was going to play video games on stream, like, I play action-adventure RPGs, but, like, I do stupid shit. I'm not very good at them. I'll get my ass kicked all the time. But if I was going to play a game on stream, like, where I could kick everybody's ass, it'd be like a WWE game. It was, like, two best friends growing up. They were wrestlers. We, we played the fuck out of all the WWE games. Like, I'm insanely good at WWE games. Like, I play on Legend, and I beat the fuck out of the computer. If I was going to play on stream, I'd probably play WWE games. Because I'm really fucking good at those. Like the N64, the uh, No Mercy, or WCW versus the World, or WCW World Tour. That was the one for N64. I'm, I'm, I'm a gamer, but I'm not good at any game. Because I play, like, I play a, a, a wide array, like, I've got a shit ton of games. I have, I don't have Postal 2, I have Postal. I had the first one. And I actually fucking broke that out, played a little bit of the first level the other day. Ooh, if you guys, like, I have emulators on the computer. I can, I can break out any, like, Nintendo game, Super Nintendo game, Sega game. I'm one of these days on the Freak Show... We're gonna we're gonna play some emulator with uh, Sparkles. I almost broke it out on Friday the thirteenth, and we were gonna play uh, the Friday the thirteenth video game. Old old school. I got no clue what this is. We might not watch all of it. It just looks like a dumb fuck right winger, and he's got something to say, and I wanted to listen to it, and make fun of it. This is from the page. Every day is Friday. He heard this quote and he wanted to break it down. Now, I don't even know that he's a right-winger. I'm just assuming based on the shirt, the look on his face, he's a right-winger, right? I get charged up sometimes. I'm like, like mandating anything on any of us. Oh, yeah, we got some bullshit. It's just straight up not cool. That's the problem. Period. Let's. Everyone needs to hear this. Stay tuned. It's your boy, D. Well, my boy, D... There is a host of mandates as you participate in fucking every day. You are mandated not to go faster than like 65 miles per hour or 55 miles per hour, whatever the posted speed limit is. We can go on and on about mandates. Listen, let me speak some truth here. Let's just hang tight for a couple of minutes. I'm telling you right now, mandating is causing the issues, man. We're not used to it. We don't like it. All of us. I, let's talk about every single person here in the United States of America, Canada, I mean, we're not used to you telling us you need to take this. We don't need to be coerced to do something. 
we're smart enough to know. Listen, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Not this man. I don't blame you. He seems awfully dumb. It's we're 18, 19 months in. Y- y'all got to take a back seat. Like, ladies and gentlemen, we need clarity. Honey, I watched the movie Contagion at the beginning of the pandemic just because, like, I watch movies that are, like, related to what's going on in my life. Sparkles and I fell asleep watching Hocus Pocus. I don't know if Bette Midler ever got to eat those kids, but uh, I watched the movie Contagion. Do you know how the movie Contagion ended? When everybody got a vaccine. (laughs) Okay. We need to understand that what's hitting our brain American, Jamaican, Canadian. The truth of the matter is we're all in this together. You see, this platform, this government. Yes, and that's why we need to reach herd immunity and a certain number of us need to get immunized in order to hit that herd immunity because we're all in this together. And it's an interconnected ecosystem, you dumb fuck. Way out of line. I mean, you need to understand that (laughs) this is we, our taxpayers' money pays for everything in this country, in the world. In the world! And I can't question you about what you're doing with my money. I can't question you about my kids in school. I'm paying for this. I mean, we're paying for You're welcome to question about your kids in school. What you're not welcome to do is go to board meeting after board meeting just stating bullshit that you heard on Fox News. Assaulting school board members, harassing them, and fucking assaulting medical professionals. That's what you're not allowed to do, you dumb fuck. For it. We're coming to the, we need to come to the realization that if something's not right, forget about the... We are not. We are not. We are not. Herd immunity is reached somewhere between like 76% and 78% of the population being immunized. Besides, just for one hot minute, all right? Forget about left or right. Let's just talk about where we are together right now. Ladies and gentlemen, you know this ain't comfortable. Like this page and share it because the world needs to hear it. This is truth. I've been out here for a minute talking about this, preaching about it, not retreating about it. You know, 100%, it's a feeling. Do you think I want my kids to be sick? Do you think I want them? Seems like it, yes. God forbid something happens to them. None of us do. So we have no say in our children's, how we bring up our child? No, you you have all kinds of say, but you've, you've got to take a host of vaccines in order for them to attend school. We all agree on this. We have no say if someone wants to stick a needle in me with something I don't know. That's... A, Listen. But you do know. You can go find out everything that's in it. You can listen to the medical professionals talk about it. Like, almost every fucking doctor in this country is immunized. All the rich people got immunized. So shut the fuck up. No. We, talk to us about it. Tell us what's up. Hey, this is what we got. We got this thing. You know, we know it's, we, we, we got hit with this pandemic 18 months ago, 19 months ago. But we got a wonderful vaccine. I mean, there's a way to approach it saying, listen, this is what it does. We're going to have some experts. But here's what happened. You know, that's what happened. Trust is everything. No, you just, you just got your information from Fox News, OAN, and Newsmax, and they pumped you full of fear. That's exactly what happened. 
as I've as I've pointed out numerous times, I've been reading about mRNA technology for fucking years. They've been working on this shit for over a decade. I specifically wanted the mRNA vaccine because I thought the technology was cool. I don't know about y'all, but you know what I'm talking about. Who do you trust? You only trust who you listen to. But there's a million people talking. A lot of information. Yeah, don't listen to this dude. He's a moron. Like this page and share it. The world needs to hear it. And I'm speaking the truth. This is for us. No, you're not. No, 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 no. You're just spouting off some nonsense out of your ass. It kills me. To see after all this time. Well... Cave, you should have been watching when I did that story. What, two weeks ago, guys? Three weeks ago? I don't... How how long has it been? Or like I had the immunologist talk about natural antibodies and why he wished that this study hadn't been publicized the way it had been because it led people like you to draw dumb conclusions about it. We can't see what is really happening. Yo, listen, this is your boy D right here. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Don't jump off the page. We don't got to talk about... He is an idiot. It's not cool what's happening. You see, if they were... Do not get your medical information from some dude named D with a backwards hat on. Don't get your political information from a stoner named Justin with a bandana on. I don't know how to say the word fucking uh, uh, hyperbole. Fucking, what do I fucking know? But we can we can cover the news and look at different sources. Straight up across the board with everything and together, you know. Uh, one of the mods, put, throw me that link. Work this all out. Check it out. One of the mods will send it to me. Let's see what kind of source you're uh, you're using here. I guess I could do it myself. I mean, aren't I the ultimate mod on my channel? I don't have it open. <laughs> oh, shit. Star Craving Declines. I'm going to do it. Where is it at? The study out of Israel is the one that I was talking about. Why can I not see the link? Well, I should be able to see the link. Oh, I gotta be a mod view, don't I? Fuck, 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 fuck. Fucking twit. You can't see a link? Motherfuck me. Link if you're mom. I can't see bullshit. <laughs> oh shit. I can't see bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't see the link. Shit. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I can't see the link. Shit. I'm sorry. 
All right, Caveminder, uh, drop it in the Discord for me, please. I want to see this. I want to see if you've uh, if you know how to properly evaluate sources. Apparently, Twitter is trying out a downvote button. I'm interested. I want to I want to see the study. I don't know. They don't let me on Twitter anymore. specifically with COVID and not just random The studies are from Qatar, England, Israel, and one from the U.S. They found that infection rates at equally low levels among people who are fully vaccinated and those who have previously had COVID-19. Cleveland Clinic surveyed more... Here, let me put it on the screen for you. Published just a few days ago, about a month ago, actually. included a list of some 20 references on natural immunity to COVID in a long Twitter thread supporting the durability. So fucking even this this fucking uh, article is citing a Twitter thread? What the hell? So this study from the NIH found durable immune responses in 95% of the 200 patients up to eight months after infection. That's one of the largest studies to date published in Science in February found that although antibodies declined over eight months, memory B cells increased over time and the half-life of memory CD8 and CD4 cells suggests a steady presence. Here's the studies in Qatar, England, Israel, and the U.S. have found that infection rates at equally low levels among people who are fully vaccinated and those who previously had COVID-19. 
Cleveland Clinic surveyed its more than 50,000 employees compared four groups based on history. Not one of over 1,300 unvaccinated employees who'd been previously infected tested positive during the five months of the study. Researchers concluded that the cohort are unlikely to benefit from the COVID-19 vaccination in that five months. In Israel, researchers assessed a database of the entire population compared to the efficacy of vaccination with previous infection and found nearly identical numbers. Results questioned the need to vaccinate previously infected individuals, they concluded. What? Postperson told the BMJ that the immune response from vaccination is more predictable, and that is one of the things that I have seen. It is far more predictable that you may get the COVID and create antibodies, but it's not guaranteed that you will. Based on current evidence, antibody responses after infection vary widely by the individual. Those studies are ongoing to learn how much protection antibodies from infection may provide and how long that protection lasts. This is one of the reasons why dumb fucks shouldn't be trying to assess medical data. Because it's complex and it's dense and it's complicated. The results of these studies are you should still get vaccinated. That's why I read the article whenever this, around the time this was happening. This was published September 13th. So you agree that you still need to get vaccinated. So you agree after all that shit. Especially since we know of people getting infected twice, three times. Oh, is Stark Raven? No, I said that's the conclusion. That should be your conclusion, because that's the conclusion in this. Just like the immunologist that I read the other day that said that they wished that the studies hadn't been publicized the way they had been so that stupid people didn't take the wrong conclusion from it. Literally. I'm saying this is why dumb fucks shouldn't try to assess medical data and dense studies like this. Because you do not have the experience and the knowledge necessary to put this in the proper context. What we just read said you still need to receive a vaccination. D here is a dumb fuck. Anyone in the chat talking about natural immunity is a dumb fuck. We were upfront with each other. We just don't trust you. We don't trust what's been said. Social media is a great platform, man. It, it, it kind of like, you got to be authentic. There's a lot of information.
I just cited those studies. I just showed you the evidence. Are you an idiot? You don't know what you're talking about. I did. I did. I did. I did. I showed you the peer-reviewed article. We just read through it. Are you an idiot? I bet your name on here used to be You Enjoy Myself. All got the same information, but we're lacking wisdom. See, wisdom is knowing clarity, knowing what's good, knowing kind of learn from your previous, you know, situations and, and or mistakes, as they say. But I say it's a lesson, and you're making better decisions today. That's wisdom. Bottom line is, unfortunately, some people get greedy. I'm not comfortable. And neither should any one of you be comfortable with anyone mandating or forcing anything at any given moment. Well, I am. I'm not in any box. We mandate a shit ton of stuff in this country. We're individuals and part of an incredible country. Hold on. I've got a cat video. It's coming up. Don't get it twisted. This ain't about... let's, Let's forget the divisiveness for a hot minute. And just talk as one, because I got a lot of friends. Well, you're an idiot, dude. Public housing. You're creating the divisiveness. You know, I, I, like black, white, green, orange, Asian. We was cool. We wasn't cool. We, you give respect, you get respect. It's like it's different. I don't see things through race. That's not my kaleidoscope. Of course not. I do things based on. You know who I want in my life, who I trust, who makes me happy, makes me smile, charges my battery. I love coming out here serving. I like designing my life based on, you know, based on who I want to be and who I want to be. Saying bullshit on Facebook in order to get likes to feed your goddamn ego. We need to stop looking for the, for the problems. See, the solution is it's us, period. Well, the solution to the pandemic Everybody is the vaccination. Or empower. Bottom line is we're paying them. They're employees for us. I agree. So why the fuck are we bombing brown countries with my money? Can't see what's truly happening. We got to check ourselves quick, because I see it pretty clearly. My mind is open. You got to get your mindset right, because like I always say, if you open your mind too much, your brain will fall out. You've heard that expression before, right? Everything starts at the top. This shit right here has to be correct. Well, I told you guys I didn't know what the fuck this was when I started playing it. Is what you're going to spit out. So be careful who you're listening to. Because there's some people... Yes, don't listen to D. D's a dumb fuck. In our system everywhere. Whether it's at jobs forcing people to be fired. You know, the, the nurses and the... the my, are you kidding me? This Less is Less than 1% of staff. And if they're, they're not willing to get vaccinated, they're dumb and they need to go. A movement we don't approve of. All of us. No. This is not how we move forward. This he's is how he's in progress. the minority, by the way. I have a lot of things in my past just like you do. We all do. Guess what? It's over for me. I fix my frame and I learn from it and make it better. I'm not paying for shit. I got a lot of things in my past. One time I had an argument with a guy exactly like this. Before, it was, it was in one of my classes. 
in college, and he told he told us about how he'd been to prison twice. Then we get into like we're discussing uh, corporal punishment. I don't remember what kind of class this was. We were discussing the efficacy of corporal punishment, and this motherfucker pipes up and was like, I spanked when I was a kid, and there's nothing wrong with me. I turned out fine. Right after he had told us he'd been to prison twice, and he invited me over to his apartment to smoke meth with him after class. I shit you not. This was long past my meth smoking days. Shit from two, three hundred years ago. I'm not paying for shit from a hundred years ago. Neither should you. It's where you are right now and where you want to go. Why don't you just stop the bullshit, take a look in the mirror, and get your shit together? Yeah, I What? That's the real deal. And I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. But you can't just be giving things. I Listen, when you're in trouble and somebody wants a... My uh, ancestors were given land by the federal government <laughs> over a hundred years ago, by the way. Bridge you with something just to get you there? Absolutely. We're here to help each other. But, you know, no one's coming to save us. We got to get, we got to contribute to society and we got to continue to grow. Because life is about progress, contribution, and guess what? Living with purpose. I promise you. I know millionaires, tri- mil- I'm talking about hundreds of millions of dollars are miserable because they're incredible human beings when it comes to achievement. But the art of fulfillment, love, Family, mental health, stress, anxiety, depression, pills. Come on, God. I really should just become a right winger. I could be rich as fuck. Chimney smokes, as my wife would say. So we need to get clarity and understand what's happening. And I'm, I, you can, you can seek the truth, speak the truth, or speak your truth. Our truth. There are certain principles. Oh, I can believe that. The Bible. Constitution of the United States. The Bible is truth. Holy fuck. When he when he was talking about serving, I knew he was a Christian. I knew it. This motherfucker's never read the Constitution. The Bill of Rights. We the people. In God we trust. And justice for all. Period. That's the deal. So I'm uncomfortable with many people. And, I, and Justice for All was apparently Metallica's last good album. To come out here and, and speak the truth. Because they'll get fired from their job or something will happen. This is some bullshit, okay? We Feel see- free to put your research in the Discord. Time right now, we know where the evil lies. Oh, of course not. I always get accused of taking the Bible out of context anytime I quote the Bible to point out how stupid they are. Like... Uh, there was this school where they prayed on the field and the and the the coaching staff was a part of the prayer and everything. And I'm like, why the fuck are you guys doing that? Jesus commanded you not to make a show of prayer. Do not pray in public like the hypocrites. And they're like, no, 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 no. That is that is not at all what that verse said. I'm like, it's red letters. It's in the actual Bible. Like, when you pray, go into your room and close the door. Not to be seen. It's literally Jesus' words in the Bible. As if Jesus was a real person. But they never read the fucking Bible. They don't believe in the Bible. Don't believe in the goddamn Bible. As uh, Penn would say. Bible's bullshit. 
And I'll tell you what else is bullshit is people saying that this motherfucker is the ultimate cat dad. Because I will tell you that right now I have a mug certifying that I'm the best cat dad ever. Best cat dad ever. You ain't coming for my crown, son. This is the ultimate cat dad. Apparently. That is not what bath time looks like with me and my cats. That's for fucking sure. And we've done that a few times. We go out and play on the swing. I... None of my cats would lay there for a fucking spa day, that's for sure. I don't think you know shit about methodology or anything having to do with research. I take that back, though. Apparently, you're not you enjoy myself. Your account was created several years ago. It wasn't new. My apologies for saying you're somebody that you're you're not. Oh shit, I was Hold on. Um you've got to uh whenever you guys hit one of the things, you've got to you got to let me know that you did it cuz they don't pop up on the screen. I was told to show a cat. You guys get a Smokey? Say, hey, Smokey. Hey, buddy. Hang out with us? I think he might have been asleep, so he's still a little bobulated. My apologies for not showing a cat. There's a uh, Socrates over there on the cat tree. My left window looks super cool. Sexy socks indeed. Gonna teach one of the cats how to drive. I wouldn't trust any of my cats to drive. (laughs) <laughs> Cute little sunglasses. <laughs> I I honestly don't understand how they get cats to wear things. How you get cats to lay there for a fucking day with you I like cats hated cucumbers maybe just when they're whole did not want to get out of the jacket looks warm and fuzzy
You know what? Proudly Radical just popped on. Perfect time. Hooray. Sorry for the late night on my part. Starting soon. I'll yik yak with you guys for a little bit. Um, Maynard showers with me. Like that motherfucker loves to get wet, but I couldn't just stick him in a bath. He would not be about that. But like he gets up in the shower with me all the fucking time. He gets down into the into the bathtub. Over two million participants. Dave, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Just admit it. You got no fucking clue. You're regurgitating bullshit that you've heard elsewhere. I'm sorry. Get vaccinated, yes. Because, hey, I, I'm assuming that Trump isn't going to get his booster. So we are still on... Trump dies of COVID watch. Motherfucker keeps having rallies. Are you surrounded by all these dumb fucks? If he didn't get his booster, but I don't doubt he's lying, I'd say he got his booster. The motherfucker is hopefully going to get reinfected. Nothing. Nothing. Because we looked at a study that compared all those studies and talked about all of those studies. And the conclusion was you still need to get vaccinated. There's no, I have natural immunity. I don't need to be vaccinated. That's stupid. Anyone saying that is stupid and doesn't understand what they're talking about. What, you mean put them on the screen? I can do, and like, since I'm no longer on YouTube, or at least I'm not going to be on YouTube until the beginning of the year, I'm, I'm thinking about doing the screen elements where it'll pop up on screen and tell me when somebody subscribes, when somebody follows and your emotes will go across the screen and shit. The reason why I hadn't done that was just because like, uh, I'm on 15 platforms, but I'm specifically playing to Twitch. That's the reason why I hadn't done that because I thought it would have been Rude of me to leave out the other platforms, but, you know, at this point in time, Twitch is the most active, Twitch is where all the commenters are, it's where all the fun shit is, I might go ahead and do that. Especially since you think it's highly amusing. Yep, Adam is correct, Adam, on point. The moral of this story is natural immunity is no stand-in for vaccination. 
And if you have had it and you do have natural antibodies, one, you're probably not going to have as adverse of a rela- uh, adverse reaction to the vaccine. And two, you will have better immunity after getting the vaccine. So the moral of the story is get vaccinated. Period. I Yeah, I didn't know that, but that makes perfect sense that you're way more likely to die if you catch it a second time. But we... We know, we know that people are catching it for a second, third time. We know this. I know people personally who have been reinfected with it. Natural immunity, my ass. Holy shit, it's been a fun show. Thank you guys for showing up late. I'm sorry to keep you up late, Adam. You didn't have to stick around, but I appreciate you being the sheriff of the chat. Taking care of business. I was trying to kill a little time to make sure Proudly Radical comes on. You guys aren't sitting there just watching a blank screen. I'm going to go ahead. If you're watching on Twitch, I'm going to dump you over there with Proudly Radical. Thank you guys for being here. Always a pleasure. I'm sorry I was a little salty. I was a little off my game tonight. I was frustrated about the internet issues. The tech is not going to be here until fucking Thursday. The Soy Boy makes the best sheriff. Sheriff Soy up in the chat. If you're watching on Twitch, you're going to get sent over to Proudly Radical. Love them. Give them love for me. Go ahead. Light one up. Tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live if I don't have any goddamn internet issues. Good night, everybody.